lean on these bitch niggas with a gun. I lean on my money cause I stacked it up. Right with fools thought I was out music. Lean down on flex green on them and pinky rings on them. Never seen gold. Iceberg nets got bought Simpson on them. Luxurious to dance under cock covers, interior gravy, soft foot and butter. I got that from hard work. I got more coming. My style, my fly, got your woman. My nigga corner boy P keep his cup muddy. I don't drink, yeah. but I keep it in my fridge for me. I'm champagne pouring, pedal to the floor, something foreign, vertical lifting door. Woke up this morning and came up with a way to settle the scope on these old hoe ass niggas. Run up the scope, roll up the smoke, stand on the throat on these old hoe ass niggas. I be so mad with them, but I ain't stressing hey. them chilling. Living on the land, leaning like a kickstand. My What's brother, up, bro? I just wish that I was uh, where you currently are, apparently. Is that oh, Turks man, and Caicos? You just laid up? Laid up at the beach. You know? <laughs> Yo, it's funny. We actually have beaches, but that looks like a better one. That looks like a COVID-free beach. It's COVID-free. It's private. Okay. Not, so no, 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 no Jeffrey Epstein. No Epsteins. No, <laughs> no secret Epstein. fuck islands. Nothing like that. <laughs> nothing on Dateline. <laughs> No, sir. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we back, man. This is my brother. This is my brother. Not just brother, brother. This is Antoine. This is my brother, Antoine. We go way back. You're about to learn. You're about to learn today. <laughs> he's, 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 he's about to educate you. Edumicate you. That's right, man. How you been, brother? I've been, I've been good, man. I've been, you know, just quarantined. Um, I've been working from the house since March. Um, you know, these... These kids running through my Zoom calls at work. Um, <laughs> I'm working while I'm working in my office. Um, I've been maintaining, man, just staying safe and, you know, just, you know, quarantine like everybody else, dude. you know. Yeah, there are no plans. Yeah, there are no plans. I wake up, I roll over, <laughs> turn the computer on, <laughs> get ready for work. I, I put on my AirPods, I throw, I throw on some music, and um, I go to work, man. Like, there absolutely is no... Um... Yeah, so what I did today, sentences don't start that way for real. Yeah, like the commute to the couch, from the couch to the bathroom, bathroom back to the couch, to the kitchen, to the couch. You know, that's the one-on-one. Traffic free. Yeah, traffic free. Yeah. And like me and you were talking about earlier, man, that shit's about to pretty much... I think that society has been factory reset, you know, when your phone fucks up and you're like, yeah, I don't know what to do with it. And 99% of the time it's like, um, yeah, so we're just going to reset your phone, delete all your shit. Yeah. And uh, um, it's no guarantee. Take the battery off. <laughs> yeah. You take the battery out and then uh, it ought to fix the problem. It fixes 99.9% uh, of them. Well, yeah. this one. I mean, I don't think that I, I think that people are going to see the benefit of being able to finally do some home improvement and see that shit through because Lowe's Home Depot is packed full oh, of people with the means to do it. Who've been putting it off for eight, nine, five years, yep. you yep. know, so they're doing home improvement and shit. They're seeing the benefit in that actually living a life. Um, people are seeing the benefit in um, no commute. Are you serious? This is the worst place on the planet. Yeah. For any kind of commute, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, if you calculate and tabulate, 
how many hours and then days and then <laughs> for road warriors months that they spend just in the cabin of their car. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh, is like it's depressing if you think about it. And if they think about the amount of money that they spend because they are not, you know, nowhere near their family or the crib. A lot of dollars, a lot of businesses are affected by that alone, too. And I think the people are just going to see the benefit and businesses on uh, Mm -hmm. people being at the crib. You can do the shit at the crib. The office be at the crib. Yeah, it's changed a lot of ways people do business. I mean, my company I work for, I mean, as soon as this thing really hit, they had already set us up, you know, kind of, you know, got our VPNs ready, all that, you know, Obviously, in the beginning, we just expect this to be something light. Um, but we we started. I, I think I was more. I was, I'm more busy. I'm busier at home, at the office, and, and we've been able to to be productive, and and still be um, you know relevant. So because they were for a minute, bro, they were they were cutting they were they were cutting heads every week. Mm. Like they were just swinging swords, and um, hey. You know, we we haven't even our manager hasn't even talked about us returning to the office, so it's not even a thing, you know. Everybody's feeling that benefit, you know. Yeah. Everyone's feeling, that. and you know, you talked about efficiency in the workplace, like people doing, like getting more shit done when they're at the crib. People are in their element. Yeah, it's a place that's familiar. It's a place that's comfortable. You know, this and that. Um, they getting more into a rhythm and into a groove. You know, no one's leaning over them or over their heads. You know, it's not as authoritative, you know what I'm saying? And so people don't have a need to resist. And plus, the onus is on them to get shit done because they have to justify the convenience now. Yeah. Like I, you got to be productive. Yeah, like you at the house in your pajamas? Nigga, you better get some work done. <laughs> you have to be productive. Like, what have you been doing all day? You haven't gone. You haven't had to go anywhere. Also, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, so niggas ain't. So niggas ain't got enough answers. Like, they have no answers for that. They got to yeah. put in work. Yeah, you got to, man. I, I was just thinking how this changes the whole. You know, calling in sick. <laughs> you know, like you don't even want to be sick now because if you're sick, <laughs> you're like, oh man, you got COVID. <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even. You know, it's not even a thing anymore. Dude. No one has called in sick. I know where I'm at. No. Oh nah, man. I never thought of that. That's hilarious. Like yeah, you don't want to be sick. Nigga, you don't want to be sick. That means you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might have to get get the Paul Bear together, the like it's rough. Like they're gonna link it to COVID. Yeah, it's a rough. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a wrap. Well, we're gonna have to sequester and quarantine your ass, cause mm-hmm. yeah, you don't don't bother. You just get well. Uh-huh. Oh no, what happened to your beach? I don't know, man. The waves. <laughs> they gotta come back. Yeah, man. You've been good, man. Man, I've been healing up. I've been healing up and spending buku time on the phone and shit, mm-hmm. talking to this cat and that cat, this entity, that that entity, yeah. and uh, just just thinking, just brainstorming, just planning, scheming, scheme, scheme, plot, plot. Yeah. You know, just at, at all times, really, but especially now, like people got the space to do it. You know, people have the time to think about what it is that you truly want to do and if they're truly living the life they want to live. You got all the time today. Everybody got time today. <laughs> no excuses. It ain't nothing. But, like, this is the era of reflection. Everyone's been exposed for whatever life that they were living. Yeah. Exposed in so yeah. many different ways. 
You know, mm-hmm. so much to happen at the same exact time. It just exposed. It just stripped back that ugly layer. You know, that yeah. layer. Because we got to bury ourselves in whatever it was. We got mm-hmm. to hide from our own inner voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got to hide from a lot of responsibilities. Hide from things at home. You got to yeah. go away. Yeah. I'm going to spend three hours in the gym with this jug or whatever I got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be on be on Instagram on the bench press bench for an half an hour total, all all things uh-huh. considered. Fifteen minutes of actual workout time, but I'm I'm stacking this up. I need this layer cake, this lasagna of uh, you know, <laughs> negligence that I'm trying to build up here. I ain't trying to really go home right now. Right. Nah, you gotta push it together. Yeah, man. You, Couples you, are being yeah. tested. People that you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, nah, you better hope yeah. that you married your the best roommate ever. Or that you <laughs> date like the it. best roommate of all time. Right. Cause it'll expose all of that. So it's yeah. been an exciting time. I can't wait to hear well shit. I wonder if I'll even be here. If um what you mean when you want to be here? When anthropologists <laughs> dig us up and look back at this time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what That'd are they crazy. gonna do? Right. Like, that'll be fascinating just to see like what kind of permanent uh, effect this had on uh, the people of this time, the kids born yeah. during this time, like all of that. Like people have never been more stressed in their life. Dude, I you mean, know? kids. I mean, in general, kids graduating, kids culminating, kids. You know what I'm saying? Just it changes everything, man. It's kids with mental health issues. I mean, it's it's, it's a whole. It's, it's a lot of things, man. It's gonna. It's just changes. It's gonna. When we look back at it, it's gonna it's gonna be a trip on the you know the studies on on like I said mental health and they said domestic abuse has gone up like three hundred percent. I mean, just it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I mean, my you know my wife works at a school, and their you know their biggest thing is you know, they do Zoom meetings and all this. You know, they, they try to do as much as they can, but man, when you're at them schools where you got kids that you know people are realizing that everyone does not have internet. You know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah. you know, people are, you know, to find out the disparities in education now. Kids don't have, don't have Wi-Fi. You know, don't have laptops. And you know, it's, it's wild, man. Or like their internet's too trash for a Zoom meeting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got. Oh, they have internet, but it's like crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's yeah, levels to that. Even, yeah, they can't even barely download that. They can't even get home at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, bro. Pornhub videos are still buffering. Yeah, like just dates. <laughs> just, <laughs> just as this bogus ass buffering uh, wheel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the little photos, the, uh, the little centerfold uh, spreads are just still loading a third at a time. Uh, remember dial up. You yeah. you remember dial up. You hear you hear the garage doors open. You're like, oh damn, and this damn thing is still low. Uh-huh. Man. <laughs> Oh, I ain't the dishes neither. Oh, <laughs> you shit out of luck, man. Oh man, shit out of luck, man. That cut was from uh, that intro cut. Do you know where yeah. that was from? Where's that from? I, I thought I sent it to you, but I was like, nice, nah, and him everything that I got. Uh, mm-hmm. So this was like, I man, I dug that cut out of the archives. It was from uh, the first twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Hashtag first twenty eight. It was an album, just a random uh four twenty album from Currency. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, 
right, Spit right. Andretti, and it had Fiend on there. Fiend was just the bass of the song. Mm-hmm. Lean on my whip, lean on my whip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you had the Cookie Monster, backup vocals from the Cookie Monster himself, and then you had SP the Ghost. The ghost. That's one of the coldest. I'm gonna send that shit to you. It's yeah, on that yeah. piff because currency likes to put his absolute mm-hmm. best work on that piff mm-hmm. and, and not even drag and drop that shit onto iTunes. Right, right, bro. By far and away his best shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this man got Canal Street Confidential on iTunes. Yeah, and it does yeah. not need to be there. Right. You you know you're the one. I've I've heard of him. I've you know I've, I've listened to a lot of stuff, but you really put me onto him. I mean, you, because I mean, you don't have their stuff that you hear. You know, like, well, I heard, I've heard, because I heard that. But when someone you know and you respect shoots you something, I'm like, okay, I got to listen to it. <laughs> I've heard it before. Now I got to listen to it. And, and, and dude, dude is called. Just know that whenever I send you some shit, this is probably my face. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Just. I, well, you, you send me something, bro. I, whatever I'm doing. I, I stop. I'm like, I'm stopping. Let me peep this out and check it out. Because, you know, you, you can't really do that with everybody. You can't. In fact, I don't. It just yeah. be you and people who truly understand, which is you. Yeah. And exactly. You and Chuck, <laughs> my younger mm-hmm. brother Chuck, mm-hmm. and Mark. That's my big brother. That's yeah. really it. Yeah. And me, well, it's, it's, it's you. Yeah, it's like it's you and and I'm in, I'm in a chat group with some guys I went to high school with three of them, and and yeah, same thing, you know. Something comes out, I'll shoot it out to them, or they they shoot me stuff, stuff like that. Um, yeah, you can't have you can't have hip hop conversation with everybody. Nah, man, and like there's levels to even that, right? So yeah. people like music, right? Right. Very few human beings, like organisms with ears, um, go. I don't like music. People right, like right. music. But you and I are obsessed. We're obsessed. Yeah, it's a different level. Me and Chuck, obsessed. Like, with sound. You know what I'm saying? Mark, just obsessed. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, we used to cruise, so me and Mark, Mark really, so the big brother's got to show you the way, right? Mm -hmm. So we used to cruise around, and Mama's Oldsmobile, 98. Mm -hmm. You remember that? With the rag top, crushed velvet seats, basically (laughs) like a lazy boy couch. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Inside the car, that's when cars had dope ass interiors. Yeah, crust yeah. velvet and everything. Wow. Sm- everything smelled like a Chevy. Like a Chevy has a beautiful smell. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you, you know, so it had that Chevy smell, like the whole nine, that GM smell from the '90s. Mm-hmm. And he used to cruise around, and I would flip through his big ass binder of CDs. You know, crisscross. Everybody's in there, <laughs> and we're just jamming it like to no limit. You know what I'm saying? No limit and just everything under the sun. Like, I was on the West Coast as a kid. And that's rare. Because back in the day, in the 90s, you listen to the music of your region. Wherever you're from, wherever you're around, for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Now, places like Cincinnati, though, it's in the middle of everything. That's the center of commerce. A lot of people travel and go to and fro. And so I think that that's part of the reason why our influence was heavily the South, right? Because it's pretty much culturally yeah. the south but situated in what they would consider the midwest midwest you know what i'm saying and so we was just, like listening to a lot of dads me and my brother mm-hmm. that is like mm-hmm. our family's different than even like niggas in cincinnati like dads dillinger 
who yeah. you came up with. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, so listening to Daz and, and a Short Chop, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> short Chop and Short Dog and, you yeah. know what I'm saying, Mac 10 already said, all of that, Mac Dre, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just West Coast. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so that kind of culminated into this new generation with Dom Kennedy, Nico G4, J-Pound, you know, OPM, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? J-Worthy, you know, mm-hmm. J-305, Larry June. you know, Larry June, mm-hmm. Primo Rice. Um, yeah. Who else? Uh, there's another damn J. There's another J. Another J? J-Rock. The J-Rock. That's gotta, right. yeah, yeah. That's got to be some West Coast shit. It's got to yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. Them niggas got more J's than Jordan's. You know what I'm saying? That's true. There's always a J something. There's always a J something. So yeah. it's like, I don't know what that's the pre, you know, like the prefix for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a lot of No Limit, just everything. New Orleans mm-hmm. shit, like the whole nine. Mm-hmm. You know, we listen to music from everyone. New York, so it's a lot of Wu-Tang. Like, it was always a musical adventure, and I saw it as an adventure. That's why I have mm-hmm. so fun discovering shit. Right. And then I'm kind of selfish with that, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know. I don't know. Only real niggas really deserve real shit. Yeah. Well, you like, know? So you can't share it with everybody. No. Because these bitch-ass niggas, like, will take credit. Like, they are, like, they have the ear. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know that might sound weird, but... They don't have the ear for sound, and like I don't want cats running around taking credit, you know, right. for, for my superior taste in art. <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Rewording what you said. Yeah, like oh yeah, man, I was just chilling, and all of a sudden I was like, ooh, and then sound hounding, all of all of a sudden, no, motherfucker, everything mm-hmm. that I send you, you send, and then yeah. you take the credit, and so you try to look as you know, like more dope than you are. Shut the fuck mm-hmm. up, sit down somewhere. Yep. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, I was like, we don't believe you. You need more people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well spoken. <laughs> yeah, like period. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, you know, that was that was kind of my my experience, you know, being in the Midwest, you know, in Chicago. So I was going back and forth. So I would go from, you know, so I would get the Chicago vibes and I would take, you know, I would bring Chicago music. Then it was a lot of house music. Right. So, hmm. but they still had hip hop, but we'd take Chicago vibes out to the West Coast and vice versa. And I, you know, like I would bring my NWA, all that stuff, you know, Rodney O, Joe Cooley, all these, all these guys from the West Coast to Chicago. Cause I was, cause you know, there's no internet, right? Mm-hmm. There's no internet. There's no, you know, you, you got whatever you got. So I would get, I would dub my friends stuff in Chicago, take it to the West Coast. And same thing, come back, you know, summertime, and like I said, bring all the Easy E, NWA, like I said, all that. And it's it's crazy because everyone on in in Chicago thought the West Coast was just all gangster, like it was just like Compton was like, you know how people think like if you go to L.A., like you say, oh, I live in L.A., but it's like where in L.A.? Everybody thought like Bro, Compton was another, L.A. You live in another <laughs> yeah. country in L.A. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I would I would get the vibes back and forth. And then I got a lot of my my East Coast stuff being on the West Coast. Just they had um, they had K-Day, 1580 K-Day Y. And K-Day now, I think, is like 92.3 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Back in my day, it was an AM station. 
back in my and day. Way back in my day, it was an AM station. <laughs> and and we stay you stay up till like midnight to hear like public enemy or you know, to hear hear um Sway and King Tech, you know, when they had their radio show. So that was a whole thing, you know. Um, you know, growing up and getting um and also getting they play a lot of East Coast music. That's where I got really exposed to like Boogie Down Production, you know, PE, you know, all all the you know the big, the big um, I can say the OGs at the time. Um, they used to play all that stuff like at midnight, and it was one of those things where it was like hip hop was like, like you had to sneak and do it, right? You had to like you had to be up at midnight to catch you know whatever to make your little mixtape, to make your pause tape or whatever you want to make, mm-hmm. and it was more like a. You know, it was it, it was like an adventure. You know, you know, had your tapes. They had CDs. You can read the production credits. You know who did what track and and all that. Man, I, I miss I miss that about music. You know, now I mean the kids got it. You know, they have it different. They have their producers and they're they're still in touch with. I guess in a different way. But how I think how I absorbed it and how you absorbed it was, you know, like you knew a song was banging when you heard someone banging in their car. Yes. Right, like you when you heard down the street, you know, like when Snoop came out. I mean, I remember being in Long Beach and hearing Snoop's album blasting from cars before it even came out. Mm. You know, so it was just like it was during that time. It was like it was hot. Everyone knew this album was coming out. Everyone knew Snoop, and and when that thing, when that thing dropped, man, I mean. That just changed the game. That changed. That that just changed the game for West Coast hip hop. You know what's interesting is the amount of labor. Like what I got from how you explained how you were the music plug mm-hmm. or the uninitiated was mm-hmm. <laughs> the amount of labor that it took. Like that's passion. You know what I'm saying? And you said it's kind of manifesting itself self in a different way today. But mm-hmm. I could send some Straight, like straight up gems. Like you automatically a cooler, just a cooler nigga if you are seen or heard bumping this shit that no one's heard. Oh yeah. You see what I'm sure. saying? Period. Like that's a form of social currency. Is your ear for sound? It's like man, whenever I'm with you, like just the time is better. Listen to what the fuck we're listening to. Yeah. I mean, with that alone, music is that damn powerful, you know. And those connected to that consistently, those are the guys. Yeah, those are the fucking guys. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, so I'll send some shit to someone who doesn't deserve it, and <laughs> they clearly don't listen because there will be a motherfucking response. Like it'll be like, uh, right. "No, no, it's on some casual." Oh yeah, okay, thanks, man. I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll check it out. Right, and they don't. It gets buried, and I see your messages. <laughs> and it and they never hear it again. But mm-hmm. The only motherfucker that lost was them. That's the joke. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay. Yep. I have a wonderful musical universe. I never have to surface for air. Yeah. For mainstream air. I don't need to hear any of this shit. None no. of it. Ever. No. It's that yeah. deep. It's that dense. Like it's that like uh, the, there are fathoms. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like fathoms mm-hmm. of music and content for me. I don't need yeah. the surface. You know, I'm one of them deep sea angler fish down there in the abyss. <laughs> I don't need it. 
I don't you know need I mean? your taste in music. I don't need it. This is for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So kick, you know, kick rocks with flip flops on. Like, I don't really <laughs> care. It's just fascinating. Like, but back in the day, if you shared some music, like they, like they were hungry, hungry hippos with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just reaching and grabbing and snatching. It's like, man, like, where's that from? You know, it's from New York. Is that Ghostface? Ghostface, who's mm-hmm. that? Well, it's well, there's this group, like this big ass crew. It's like 19 of them motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> they go by the name of the Wu Tang Clan, not the Ku Klux Klan, the Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan, yeah, clarify. You know, just to clarify, and it's on some uh, an eight diagrams, and you know, niggas are kung fu people. Oh yeah. Karate kung movie fu, people. Yeah. Come on. Everybody got kung fu shoes on. Everybody got a stash. Everybody. Everybody is obsessed mm-hmm. with watching people get their ass beat. Yeah. By some kung fu dudes and some martial artists. I'm serious. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yep. Plus, we came conditioned like we would grow up watching prize fights. Mm-hmm. Every weekend mm-hmm. in my house, it was HBO boxing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Absolutely. It was stand up comedy on HBO and it was HBO boxing. Those were our weekends, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and cookouts. But it was all around fighting and the violence. Like, it was great. It was, yeah, the good old days. <laughs> Those are the good old days. Like, that's the black experience. Like, it's beautiful. Like, yeah, like that's what we were into. Mm-hmm. Almost universal. There weren't no one getting killed. One, yeah. one about anyone getting killed or anything like that. It was, nah. just, it was just good old fun. Because everybody was honed in, like, on a central kind of event. Like, nah, the fight is on. Yeah. What even boxing? It was the fight is on. The fight is on. Yeah. <laughs> you knew your role. <laughs> you order the fight, and then you knew what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Pull up. Yeah. Bring your sides. Because you the sides lady. She better not yeah. make no fucking potato salad. You know what I'm saying? Right. That shit's never the same. No matter who's making that shit, it's about to be different. Right. And it's probably way different. And it's probably gonna be subpar compared to your mama's or yep. or or her mama's. Yep. It's the worst shit ever. It's the most inconsistent thing on the planet Earth. It's potato salad because someone just puts a bunch of damn mustard in there and all mm. kind of bullshit, cranberries and shit. I'm like, what kind of white shit is this? <laughs> Who? I always put cranberries you, and raisins in some shit. Stop. That gets you uninvited. Uninvited to the cookout. You ain't coming back. Barbecue, ba- barbecue <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Man, I was just thinking when you said Wu Tang. I remember the first time I heard Wu Tang. I had a I had a homie who, um, my boy Cube, right? It was um. So I used to be a graffiti writer. No, I told you, I used to be a graffiti writer back in the day. Mm. So my other homie, he was a little bit older. His name was Cube. And he he was a DJ on the side. He's like the older big homie. And he was in a record pool. So back then, if you were in a record pool, you know, it was like you'd get all the, you know, all the record companies send you the hottest stuff, latest stuff. He calls me, he goes, man, I got this thing. Got this Wu-Tang. Protect your neck. And I'm like, you know, okay, man, whatever, you know, play it. Dude, he played it. I was like, I said, I'm coming to your house right now. He didn't even finish the song. I hopped on my bike <laughs> all the way down the street, bro. Went to his house and listened to it. Was it was the um, single? So it's Protect Your Neck, and I don't think it was Method Man on the single. Possibly, but I remember that when I heard it do that. Just, bro, it was nothing but perfect. <laughs> Once yes. yes. a street fighter shit, <laughs> dude. I just I couldn't believe it. I said, man, this. I didn't even know how to. I knew it was. I knew it was dope. I just didn't. 
you know what I'm saying? Like when you when you hear, I didn't know what to. I'm like, like what is this? Mm-hmm. Like this is like a mesh of everything I love. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, All together. It's like, how did they do this? You know. Shout out to the RZA because man, yeah. he did something that had never been done before yeah, in any kind of art form. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Wu the Wu. That, that's my favorite group of all time. And, you know, Ghost, my guy. Yo, shout out to Ghost Dini. I love Ghost, man. Like, my brother had the actual Kung Fu movies. <laughs> so he had the 36 Chambers. Yeah. Oh, I got them all on VHS. Yeah, yeah. On, I got the whole Wu Tang series. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like we used to watch chess boxing. Like we used to watch yeah. Ghostface Killer, which is one of the coldest ones of all time. Lone Wolf yeah. and Cub, but Ghostface Killer? Mm-hmm. Diabolical. Yeah. He was no bueno to everybody involved yeah. in that damn film. Like he was yeah. murdering everything. Just put in that work. <laughs> With his hands and feet. Yeah, he's putting that work, man. <laughs> I was like, dang, man. Yeah, I, I shoot, I, I, I loved him, man. When I, and like I said, when you, when, you know, I think like when we talk about music, and nowadays they, you know, you consume music a lot. It's, you know, it's different now. I feel like before it was like what every Tuesday somebody's gonna drop, right? Mm-hmm. And but now it's just like there's so many so many records, so many artists drop. It's so like, man, it's not an event. No, you know, it's like constant it, it, music. It, it's constant music. The only person who, who it's an event when they drop is Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, Beyonce yeah. makes no announcement. She doesn't do anything. She just drops that joint at midnight. The hive is going crazy. It, it's an event. She you know just, what I'm saying? She'd just be like, here. Yeah. She's like, enter. Here. <laughs> yeah. She just presses enter or submit yeah. whatever the hell they yeah. got to do. Whatever. Or, yeah. Or have Jay. Hey, Jay, did you, did you send that yet? You know? I mean, even when, I mean, Jay drops, you know, it's it's an event. Mm-hmm. But no, but it's not like, I know before, man, I was, I know when Death Certificate came out, like Ice Cube, bro, I was like, I'm getting this tape today. You know, it, it it was a thing, man. It was it was a, you know, I don't know, man. Was, I think I think it was, you know, like it was. I have a passion for it, you know, as you do as well. And I think because we come from, I mean, I'm a little bit older than you, but we come from those days when, like I said, like 1580k day. Like I had to sneak and stay up to to get to get to to hear tech and sway. You yeah. know, now that's what I meant about the passion, like the effort, the labor it took. Like it was a labor of love. Yeah, it's like, no, nah, man, I stayed up until 12 or one in the morning for this song to drop and then to, to hit record on the boom box <laughs> or on the AWA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that I had it. And then I was still the only nigga that had it, at, you know, at least in my neighborhood, because I'm the mm-hmm. only one to stay up to hit record. And yep. here we go. And now it's getting passed around. The neighborhood, like we're all, like we're gathering around, and it's, it was an event, you know. People are taking music for granted, man, today, you know. But yeah, I kind of try to, I try to approach it the same way. Now mm-hmm. it, it's tough to sit with a thing for a minute, but right. I got to take the music to the lab, to the laboratory, because over time, 
you're discovering new things about that cut or about the album just the mm -hmm. more you listen to it right yeah first like really it's you know i'm not sure about your flow but for me it's the sound and the soundscape that's got to mm -hmm. capture me and encapsulate me and then i'm zooming in right now it's the lyrics now it's everything that's being said now the beat and everything is in the back Mm -hmm. And what's being said is in the front. And now I'm listening to it together, synergize. You know what I'm right. saying? And synergy just now it's the whole thing. Um, it's the whole soundscape. Now it's uh, the cadence and the delivery and how that's messing with the beat. Then I'm thinking mm -hmm. about the producer. You know, and mm -hmm. I'm thinking about the session and how, you know, how it all came together. Did they just send some shit over? And we're, you know, were they in the same space? Like how that might have gone down, you yeah. know? Like that's what's cool about... Kenny Beats and his show, The Cave. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he makes the beats right there. It seems like he be making <clears throat> straight up classics, like just straight up bangers, just hits in several minutes. I know, man. Like I sent that Maxo Cream one to you. And because, Max, like Maxo. because Maxo was so gifted, yeah. it probably really did happen that fast mm -hmm. because he was freestyling before the beat was done. Yeah, yeah. And then from that, Kenny was listening, and then he was like, let me move this here, and then move this over here, and then here, and then hit play. Mm -hmm. Going to yeah. the booth. I think it's cooked. He yeah. Go in there and get going and go off. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then it was like, cool, save as, export as, upload <laughs> as, uh -huh. and you got a damn jam. You know? Yeah. Now, now this is getting me through the day or to work or back home or through the weekend. Mm -hmm. through the week and we got all the time today so I'll be running albums just back just on loop just on repeat yeah uh, for instance that uh, Cardo and Larry June my gosh this the first track the first one and, that's the one you said uh, yeah yeah that was like oh man it, it was like some healthy smoothie shit. Some uh, yeah, yeah, smoothie. You know, you know, Larry, you know, Larry <laughs> June. Smoothies yo, Larry June's the funniest nigga ever I because smoothies. I'm not gonna lie. At, at first, I didn't understand Larry June, but I will say this: I don't think I was wrong in not understanding him fully because I think he was still finding his voice. Because he's gotten he's gotten exponentially better since I first heard him. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was cool, yeah, I but I, he's gotten, like, he's actually grown, and that doesn't happen often. Cats yeah. just be on the same shit. And, just stay with it. and then they fade away, right? Larry June mm -hmm. is taking this very seriously, but I didn't understand, like, he would just go completely left field with, like, um, you know, he like, he would say some shit like, here um, were fire water, and my bitch looks nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like what? What did what just happened? Like, like what did like, you where'd say? you go with it? Pur uh -huh. Purified water and my bitch looks nice. Yeah. Well, those are two very nice things, Larry June. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, good job, Larry. <laughs> and then that's his, like that's another one of his things. Good job. That's the flow. Good job, Les. Good job, Larry. Yeah. Just <laughs> good job, like a pat on the back. Just a classic good job. He does what's very simple, very, very, very well. Like, yeah. Like he's like the only. You remember like Eight Ball and MJG, um, oh, yeah. and like the Funky Diabetic. You know, infamous. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Of uh, 
a trap called Quest. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like yep. Five Dog. Rest in power, Five. Yeah. Rest in peace. You, you know what I'm saying? But there was a premium. Like niggas didn't give a shit about health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of gloated about the fact that they was fat. Like Eight Ball was the Fat Mac. Well, remember the Fat Boys. <laughs> and, and and not only that, not only was Eight Ball the Fat Mac, he was an Eight Ball. That's a round. Yeah. That's a round, rotund motherfucker. Yep. He's a sphere with an eight yep. in the middle. That's what the fucking eight ball is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, comfortable with that. That was the thing. But it was a double entendre though, because I'm sure he was talking about that powder, that Snow White too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, which was very clever. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I'm telling you, legend, everybody from Memphis, you know what I'm saying, was large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know they're known and renowned the world over for the barbecue. But right, right. then you have Larry June. You have Larry June, who has a great ear for sound, by the way. Mm-hmm. A fantastic ear for sound. And there's something about his energy. It's got to be. Because even when he wasn't really doing numbers and when he wasn't all the way cooked yet, he was developing currency mm-hmm. and everybody was, they had faith in dude already. Right. They saw something, they felt something, and that had to be a feeling, right? Because he wasn't there. Because I was listening, like, I don't understand, Spitter. I, I don't, I mean, it wasn't a bad track. It was cool. I respect mm. everything that you do, and I trust you. And I, you know, and I guess I right. should trust him, right? Like, nah, like, no one he cosigns is a, like, is a it's slouch. Garbage. No, it's garbage know. at all. He He's just on to some shit. Cause he has that kind of mind artistically. He's just onto some shit before others are. That's why he's, you know, Spit Andretti. That's why he's currency. Um, but Larry grew, and then I, and then now I'm fond of Organic Poly. You know, which is the mm-hmm. name of a damn song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, smoothie, uh, smoothies. You know, smoothies on Tuesday and shit like yeah. that. He's always talking about <laughs> smoothies and hiking. He, he's always talking about hiking. Mm-hmm. Bike riding um, with his ladies. He's always talking about. Uh, <laughs> That's like a California thing, though. Green, uh, green juice. Yeah, but Larry be leaning into that. Like that's his thing. Yeah, I that's mean, his you, shit. You think about it, like with him, like him, Dom Kennedy. Um, like you, you got like you got these. You got this whole West Coast. Got these new, this new, I don't want to call it new, but you got these West Coast rappers like Larry June and Dom Kenny who like, they're not really, they're not gangsters. They brought the G-Funk back. Like they're, they're kind of like players. They're just like, they're the regular dudes yeah. from the hood and they just talk about fly shit. Yeah. Right? So on the West Coast, do some fly shit is like hiking. <laughs> like, or, or getting a smooth. Like, you know, but that's, but that's only like, a West Coast thing, like if someone else wasn't really into or knew about the West Coast, they totally couldn't relate to Larry June or they couldn't even relate to, um, you know, a Dom Kennedy because they're they're like, well, he's not gangster. Like, well, I don't understand. What is he? But these these are just like just dudes who grew up in the hood. Just like us. Right. Yeah. You're not gangster, but they grew up in the hood and they like fly shit and they just talk about like they just talk about it like doing the simplest things who else is really talking about who's talking about getting a smoothie or like really hiking or 
like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you think about that kind of like no one's talking about that, but when you really think about it and being on the West Coast, you can understand that this, that's just the West Coast part of it. That's what you do on the West Coast. And it's lifestyle music, just like currency. Like they're in the same exact lane, right? It's like same exact lane. you can ride, but hey, man, watch my leather. Because bitches get ejected in traffic for disrespecting the classic. He just literally <laughs> just gave you just instructions. You yeah. can ride, but hey, man, <laughs> watch my leather. <laughs> it's real simple. It's very simple. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you can get ejected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real quick. I care a lot yeah. about my automobiles. Sir. Yeah. A lot about yeah, my cars. And That's you're right. And culture, I think that, that that is like smoothie rap <laughs> is <laughs> some fly shit. Because niggas don't know, like people in uh, Milwaukee don't know how expensive a damn Californian smoothie is. Because if yeah. you regularly get smoothies, you have disposable income. Yeah, you're not just going. It's like, $12. Dollars. You're not going. I'm a, no, you're going to creation, <laughs> organic, juicery. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like to the juice bar. And yeah. and like you got brides ordering that shit in bulk. It'd be charcoal activated cucumber mint juice. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? $50. With rosemary pellets. Right. And that'd be fifty nine ninety nine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Plus that's tax. Right. So that's seventy nine ninety nine. Cause taxes be ninety two percent out this yeah. motherfucker. You Action. know what I'm saying? Action. I'm telling yeah. you. It's, um, I think it's refreshing to hear. I've, I've been a big, I've been a big fan of Dom Kennedy for a minute. Oh, man. Um, I mean, Dom is just his style is so like unorthodox, and and he's he's so LA. Yeah, like you know, yeah. like he's so LA. He ain't from I, nowhere I, else. No, like nowhere, nothing else exists but no, LA. Just you LA. Know, the Bar, Chris Shaw, Bro, like, he don't leave. Outside of Vernon with his bars. He, exactly. He goes as far as Vernon and, and Lamert Park. Like, he's so dope. I just visited his, like, I just drove to his hood. I just yeah, went yeah, there. Man. I just wanted to right. really, because I can. Mm-hmm. We have that, uh, that, um, we have that option. We can do yeah. that. I can go yeah. and see how he's living or how he lived to really feel, like, I always felt this music, but I'm like, I can go a step further. I could just go. And I can okay. really feel his music. Plus, in my head, visually, I'm in the driver's seat because I live here. <laughs> right. So I know, what the fu- I know what he's talking about. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, um, what was that shit? He had a bar. It might have been from the Yellow album, mm. the Yellow Tape, oh. where, which is, oh, my goodness, man. Yeah. Don't even get me started. Um he was talking about hood shit, like real polio bowls, $4 and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he said, real nigga eating polio bowls, real <laughs> $4 and shit. Like, he just said it, just straight up eating polio bowls, man, $4 and shit. Yeah, and like, it's just what it is. you know what the polio bowls are all about. And right. they be like four dollars and shit. Like <laughs> you know, he, he just he just told you what it is. He just told you what it is. <laughs> yeah, he didn't exaggerate it. He didn't use any huge elaborate words. Like, no, hey. he said real hood nigga eating pollo bowls, four dollars and shit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, then Brian, yeah. yep, don't matter because yeah. it's just I accept it. It's just yeah. wonderful. It's just well done. The sound, like the soundscape, is premium. He's like he makes sure that the sage is like 
not sage, the stage is set mm-hmm. for you to just receive anything that, that uh, he is to spit is digestible. The Flintstone yeah. vitamin bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Same thing with currency. That's the same thing yep. with spit. The same thing with Wiz. It's just like, man. And Larry June is on that same shit. Like, he's next up in that regard. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, that that's shit. The system that apart from everybody. Man, and, I mean, that shit that Larry had. Now, this is when Larry was beginning to develop. Um, this was him. It was a cut called Smoke and Mirrors. Mm-hmm. And it was um, him and Currency. Because mm-hmm. this was Currency trying to put him on. Put him on, yeah, yeah. Right? Because he would mention, so Currency would, he's, he's, he's like, he's going to go down as, like, one of the godfathers of, like, hip-hop. And, you know, yeah. like, one of the godfathers of, of hip-hop are rarely known to the world, but mm-hmm. they're completely known and respected to the, like, and revered in the industry. Like, real niggas know. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why they talk about the Godfather. Someone mm-hmm. that who who like whose name you probably don't know or you've heard before but didn't realize that that was the guy. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're going to hear things like Currency used to talk about Dom like on the Verde Terrace album. Mm-hmm. He was talking about Dom, I want to say, and Dom like wasn't even on the track. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's like that's why I kick it with real niggas like Dom Kennedy. That was before I even knew who Dom Kennedy was. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I was just like, I, I need to now know who this real nigga named Dom Kennedy is. Because I just respect Currency's humble opinion of people. Mm-hmm. I trust him as a person. Yeah. <laughs> so I went yeah. and looked it up and I was like, hey, uh, Currency, I really appreciate the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the assist because damn it's like I'm listening like alright if I'm like alright I done burned a hole in currency for a minute so let me go ahead and listen to currency some more but on the west coast damn. Mm-hmm. cool let me sit the yellow album down real quick let me go and listen to the Carlton Heist cool let me mm-hmm. sit that down let me listen to uh, get home safely cool let me yeah. sit that down and let me listen to uh, Priest Andretti mixtape Cool. Let me sit that mm-hmm. shit down and listen to uh, what was it? Los Angeles is, is not for sale, Volume yeah, One, which yeah. oh my goodness, and he changed his whole cadence, that whole yeah. album, on purpose, and then he yeah. rapped about him doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Dom is. I think Dom is. Dom slept on man. I mean, he's, they he's think so he's kind of. I think the cats think he's kind of sluggish, like slow, because of his his delivery and his laid back attitude. Listen yeah. to his bars. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't. I don't think. I don't think people are really listening to the bars because they're really, you know, they they associate. Like I said, I think with with Dom Candy, you can't really put him in a box. No, he's there's no other. I won't say there's no other, but so L.A. has a whole whole culture of hip hop, right? You have your gangster rap. You have your Jurassic Five. You have your Far Side. You have all these groups. And and back in the day, there was a spot at Lamarck Park where everybody used to go. They used to go battle rap. You see Far Side there. Mm. Um, I saw them live out might, here. Yeah, they're dope. Oh my you, you might see Supernatural. You might see Supernatural. He might be around. Um, but then you have these, these kids who are like Dom Kennedy. Dudes like Dom Kennedy who are like, they have bars. Like they have bars. But they're still West Coast. They don't. You know how some are like so, like you know, miracle spiritual lyrical. 
and they're from, you know what I'm saying? They're so lyrical, it's like, ugh, like, do I got a headache now? That's what I was and telling then, you, know, you about. You don't even like, know, is this West Coast, East Coast? I don't even know what this is. Yeah, <laughs> like, who was it? Gerald Walker, uh, mm-hmm. he's from like Saginaw, Michigan. He, mm-hmm. Like, he's cool, but he gets lost in his schemes. And like, yeah. a lot of New York niggas, like, that's why a lot of New York niggas be underground and they stay there. You know, yeah. because they don't make great music. No. They do the same, like, they find the nigga, like, down the hall who can sample well yeah. enough. Then they get that sample on the loop. It's a grimy New York kind of sample, too. It's like, yeah. it's not even, like, it's not even mixed and mastered well or anything <laughs> like that. And, but he has infinite bars, yes. And it's like, I'm bored to tears, though, because it's more to music. Yeah. You know, it's but about like a supernatural. Yeah, like it's like a soundscape. I need a soundscape. I need this to transport me somewhere else. No, I know exactly where you at. Some subway, some dirty subway somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, with crazy rapping capabilities. It's like, but that's not the full, like that's not a whole tune. Like that's not music. You made a song. Right. You know what I'm they saying? They, they can't pull it. You know, you got a lot of those MCs who are like, that's what, Um, I guess that's how people thought Eminem would be. I'm not a big mm. Eminem fan. I mean, I, I think Eminem's got bars. His Infinite but album? He's, but he's, oh, no, no, yeah, for oh sure. My I'm, I'm saying gosh. the Eminem we know, or mm. to say the mainstream knows, is totally different. That's but true. But he's one of those few rappers who's a real MC, but can make a song. Mm-hmm. Whether you like his commercial songs or not, he can make a song, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like super, you know, Supernatural, right? No, actually. So, okay, so, ladies so and gentlemen, Google. listeners, here's where the education begins. I try to tell y'all, <laughs> motherfuckers, this is where the, the education begins. He fills in all of the historical gaps in hip hop because I just won the round. <laughs> so, so Super Nat, I believe, I want to say he's from Indiana or Midwest. Anyway, he's, he used to be big on the West Coast. Um, I, I used to see him. He used to be in, you know, Blood Park, all these sessions, big on the, on the West Coast. And he would be on stage at Project Blow, Spock or Project Blow, and he'd pick someone out of, out of the audience. You know, he got a blue shirt. So a blue shirt, red hat. He would just rap about everybody in the room. And he had bars. Anyone that I saw who went up against him freestyling, or like straight battle, I demolished. They get put so in the gurney. They, 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 they get zipped up oh, by the corner. Oh, it was done. Yeah. Just suplex with a rap. <laughs> But when he got a contract back on the East Coast and tried to come out with records, like to make an album, it was like, uh, you know, so it's like we everyone wants to hear bars, you want to hear lyrics, but like you said, when 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 you heard Nas, I feel like I was in Queensbridge. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it took me there. It took you. It, to it wasn't all rapidy rap, it wasn't all, you know, spiritual miracle type of stuff. You know, so it's it's one of those things where very few real, I guess, MC, MCs, real MCs are that talented to make an album that makes, that's relevant, or that people want to hear. I mean, that's why, uh, you know, your your greats, like your legends, like Immortal Tech. Oh, man. Yeah. How specific a lane of just, just complete rage, because to never put the listener in a good frame or good place ever like you know yeah. you about to be depressed as fuck yeah like yeah. <laughs> one of my best friends 
JC used to listen to Immortal. Like, we used to smoke and chill out. Mm-hmm. And then he was rocking some Immortal technique. Because his musical taste is based on mine. So I just feed him music. Because he, he doesn't obsess with music like that. You know, he'll listen mm-hmm. to whatever you give him. He's cool like that. Mm-hmm. Like, so he just relies on me for that. But when he fills in the gaps in between my shipments of audio dope, uh-huh. boy, he get off into some bullshit, like some immortal tech. Now, it's not bullshit. Let that be known. But it's, uh, you heard what the fuck we were talking about, y'all. You can't keep replaying the shit. Like, you, like, yeah. like you can't relay in the car and she also be vibing to this. She's sad now. She's sad. Now you got to cheer her up. You know, the kids are crying in the back. It's depressing. Very yeah. depressing. And it's, it's all that he lane. knows. It's one mode. It's one lane. He can't shift. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, you know, I'm sure like they spend their, uh, their days, they have to literally fly places and tour and get on a bus to make their money. Oh, yeah. Those guys are trying. They he's got a driving. tour constantly. Yeah. Because he's, you know? he's dope. I think he's dope. Of like course. It's, he's incredible. It, it's a time. He's a brilliant for man. That, for that type, there's a time you want to hear it. It's a mode. It's a time and place, a mode, a certain vibe. Yeah. You're probably not going to chill with your girl listening to Mortal Technique. Oh, nah, man. And if you ever up. go to, if you ever go dry all the way, up. Gonna dry all the if way you go up, to, if Mortal Technique, I've never been to a Mortal Technique concert. Can't do it. But I went to a Mob Deep concert, right? Oh, man. It's just dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just yeah, dudes. Yeah, man. It's hard rock. Because it's so. Sausage fest. It's a metal. <laughs> yeah, it's like a metal. You know, even chicks like metal, though. It ain't no, you know, even chicks like metal. So, because yeah. I've been to metal shows, you know, I like metal. I love metal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, not no mob deep though. It ain't nothing but brolic, super machismo, gangster oh, hood. Like you, dudes are getting murdered every single track, a lot. Yes, for That's real. Mob deep. All of yeah, it. That's your all brain of what you know about, right? <laughs> Havoc and Prodigy. It's yeah. nothing but mayhem, just murder and mayhem. So dope, murder, and it's all backed by the wonderful musical stylings of one. Alan the Chemist, known yes. to the world as Alchemist. Alchemist. But man, I'm telling you, man, listen. Man, you gotta, I'm telling you, I listen to a whole lot of Prodigy, Keep It Thorough, the HNIC mm-hmm. album, all mm-hmm. of that shit. When he passed, before that, obviously, like YBE, Young Black Entrepreneurs, with him and BG, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. one of the greatest things ever made. <laughs> I'm telling you, Alchemist laced that shit. I listen to that today. Yeah, to this day. You know what I'm saying? My gosh, but you gotta sit that down and recharge your your fuel tank, your battery, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And prepare yeah. to listen to Mob Deep some more. Yeah. Because it's heavy. They held it's nothing deep, back. It's deep. Yeah, it's deep. Yeah. It's, it's, they, and they, you know, they're one of those groups that they take you there. Yeah. Like they take you to Queensbridge, like what, whatever P is rhyming about, you can see it, you can smell it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's. it's I'm the like real this. Deal. Yeah, you got that look. Like mm. I'm like, mm. you know, you can see the steam coming from the uh, the sewer, the manhole covers. You can see all of that shit. You can hear the screech. Yeah, you know, yeah. the damn subway, the L train. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> When he said rock in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone, I was like, I paused it. I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. He's talking like, about Mortal Kombat fatalities. <laughs> like, 
like, did you really just I'm out like, in Queens? That's what you're doing? Wait, I'm, <laughs> like, all, I'm like, are you doing this to people? Oh my god, this, this? Is, this is wild, man. Whoa, he's man. He said, he said, like, smack it to you, blue, black, <laughs> or like, la- no, I'll, he, no, he's he opened up a cut, like, I'll beat you to your lavender. You will beat him until he is lavender, <laughs> sir, sir, excuse me, sir, <laughs> sir, Mr. Mr. Prodigy, you threatened to beat a man until he is lavender in color, okay. <laughs> They, wow, they, they they were just on something. I, I was fortunate to see them in concert, man, and it was I, it was it was it was a little shady spot downtown LA, and the crazy thing about it was like those dudes were twisted. They came out, and the henny bottles were like, they need to re up. They were almost done. I'm like, dude, y'all. They were like two hours late. They came out with their their homies that are twins, and they were bumping into each other. And, but it was like, I wasn't there for the stage performance. You know, I want to hear shook you throwing shook ones. You know, I want to hear all that. It, it was probably the worst hip hop performance I've ever seen in my life. But I love the show. <laughs> but the, it was it was like one of the best because the music is just oh, you know, mob deep is mob deep, man. You're not going to the dance. You hear you want to hear bars. You want to hear. So eerie, you know, the eerie beats just drop, man. That's all you want to hear. It's nothing but New York City grime. Just grime beats. Just grimy. Like like you got to take two showers by the time you get done listening to some of that grimy shit. Oh, yeah. You know, like there's a reason why Nori, Noriega, for those who are uninitiated out there, created a cut called Grimy. Yeah. You know, like, there's a reason why New York niggas dap each other up. Yo, what's up, Slime? Yeah. They call yeah, each real. other Slime. They've been doing that. It's grimy. They've been grimy. doing it. Just They've grimy. You know? It's just a whole nother vibe, man, out there. Whew. I mean, and, you know, we talk about, you know, Immortal Technique or a Mob Deep. You know, you got, like I said, Mob Deep, they made they make songs. They can make a song, you know what I'm saying? They can make, I mean, they make it straight club bangers. That's when, you know, it was kind of, it wasn't even safe to go to clubs. Wanna be thug. You know? No, like, if they play some shit like, wanna be thug, you know what I'm saying? Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. Or just, just just about anything that they play, actually. Now I'm thinking about <laughs> it. What do you think about it? Uh, keep it, keep it thorough. Keep it thorough. Like, <sighs> I mean... For some reason, it's got the knuck and butt, like the knuck if you butt type. It was that before bop. that shit. Wait, yeah, yeah. It was it's before that, that shit. You know, it's got yeah. that kind of bop. It's got to be something to do with the frequency. It's got to be something to do with the BPM. It has some effect on niggas' minds, and they lose it. Yeah, but that's like room. MOP, right? When MOP, oh, when man. they came out with um, with Annie, up. Annie up. Oh my gosh, man. My, yeah. my guy in New York said, when Annie Up comes on, he said, when Annie Up came on the club, if you had a chain, you need to tuck it or you need to leave because people were getting robbed, buck 50s across the face. It was crazy. Oh, my. It's just something about that song, man. I mean, MOP is hype. 
MOP make you want to jump out the window and just tackle somebody. That is true. Like, like straight office linebacker. Type. MOP. <laughs> I was about to say that shit too. Oh my gosh. Oh, Hell man. yeah. I was definitely about to say <laughs> that exact thing. All credit to Antoine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that same thing, dude. I was like, they man, they make you want to flip. They might give you the ability to flip automobiles. You'll snap yeah. your back. You're going to pull. Oh, but you're going to flip it, though. Like, you're going to tear your bicep tendons, both of them, at the same time. You're going to tear your bicep tendons, you know, and you pet the Rallis Miners. But yep. th- that car's getting flipped, probably by mm-hmm. just you. Yeah. You might be able to pull that shit off. Yep. And your arms are going to come MLP. off like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> but duh, MOP? MOP is... Even uh, that album that you sent me not too long ago, that shit was mm-hmm. still. Oh, yeah, they, that recent one they did, right? Yeah, the recent one. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, man. They are older cats, too. Man. Well, still... shoot, they got to be up there, like, because they were old when I was young. Er. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like they've always been old. For some reason, they've always been 39 years old to 42 years old my whole life. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have this really mature voice. They Mm -hmm. ain't having a little, like, cast today, you know, they be on this little uh, hip squeak shit, like with the voice and shit. Yeah, like, they all sound like children, like uh, Made in TYO or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. He sounds like a toddler. Yeah. He sounds like Angelica Pickles. (laughs) <laughs> from uh, the fucking Rugrats, you know what I'm saying? Uh, these these dudes are just grown ass man, dude. Kodak they, got they, a little they, they bit of bass, yeah, a little, little bit. That's why hip hop needed bit. niggas like Bibby, somebody with some damn bass, Kiwi Longway, oh, uh, shit. Man. I miss dude. I miss little Bibby, man. Well, Bibby's here, like Bibby's cool. No, I know, but he's not making music. Oh shit, damn. I was wondering what happened because he was on a roll and then there was just nothing. Yeah, he he's got I can't I don't know this kid's name, but he's I think he's kind of like on the record exec type thing. Oh, but that's better than making music. One, yeah, he's been promoting this one white kid. I haven't listened to his music, but I mean I love I mean I, I man when I when I heard him, you know, and I and I saw and I saw him like I'm real visual. Remember that time? Remember when, when I when I asked you is this cat? Did you know this cat was white? I thought, who who was it we were talking about? Man, it was probably um, Action Bronson. <laughs> but Shout I'm real visual. Action. Like I, I I have to Google who this is. And when I looked up Lil Baby, I'm like, what? <laughs> like it didn't fit. It I, didn't fit I, at I, all. But I, the, I still don't know what that nigga looks like though. Oh, you gotta watch. When you Google him, <laughs> you're gonna flip out. You're gonna flip out. Right? You know, like, you know my philosophy. I, I'm like, oh, surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he gonna flip out, bro. I was just like, what? But his slang is so Chicago. Mm. I mean, that's that's what I like. Him I didn't know he was dude. out of Chicago. Him and Lil Dirk, yeah, those dudes, man. I was about so a Bibby replacement for you is Dolph. I, I like I like him, Dolph. He's the re- like he's almost the same dude. Like so, he's the replacement because yeah. Dolph still makes music. Baby, don't so just we'll just make a, yeah. a lateral move. To Dolph, yeah, Dolph, Dolph is on. Dolph is more fly though. I like I Dolph like is Dolph. on some sheen, sheen, shine, shine shit. He is yeah, shiny, yeah, which is cool. I, I like him though. Mm-hmm. I like him though. They they got this one kid. I'm out of Chicago called uh, Polo G. 
I've and heard of Polo G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard and, of him. Um, I, I've, I've heard some stuff of his. I mean, I, I like it. I like some stuff. Is like, oh, whatever. But I like it. My, 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 my son put me on him. Mm, oh. So he's like, well, you know, I got, I got, you know, boy. So, like, Dad, you got this this kid. This is you know, Polo G. Blah blah. He's from Chicago. So I'm like, oh, okay. They know anything they say Chicago. I'm gonna listen to. And I listen to it. I'm like, okay. I like him. I like, I like his, his, his sound and. You know, you got that Chicago vibe and, you know, I don't know. I, I like to feel, you know, like, I don't know, like the realness of groups. Like you knew, you knew MOP wasn't like playing. Like, you, know, was like, you knew Sean Price would really slap you with a thousand pounds of pressure per slap. <laughs> yes. You, you knew, you know, it's like you just knew these guys were real. You know, obviously they, they you know exaggerate a lot of stuff but you knew these guys were real bro these niggas today man you come right out of a comic book fucking cartoons just cartoons bro shout out to jim kelly man and that's why it's so hard for me to like you know like when you hear you hear you hear an artist like drake right talking tough it's like it's like come on man just you don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't you don't have to do that. You just sing your song, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Play your position, but don't talk about murking people. That like, come on, man. We know you're not doing that. You know what's we, strange about his music? Well, and my relationship to it. Mm-hmm. I was explaining this to somebody. It might have been you. Um, but I doubt it because we rarely talk about that nigga. So <laughs> we never do. Let me upgrade that from rarely to never. We talk about other shit like Benny the Butcher. Shout out to him. It's um, my favorite rapper right now. I know. <laughs> the Benny the Butcher barrage. I'm like, yes, keep me on. Keep me up to date because he is a monstrosity. So with Drake, one, it might be psychological. I'm, I'm willing to admit this. I'm willing to admit that it's probably because some shrink would probably point that out is that it's probably because I get – unnecessarily compared to the man so much and for so many years for so long uh, light skin with a beard man yeah <laughs> light skin <laughs> with a beard and eyebrows equals drake drake <laughs> and i might be older than this nigga too i'm like i was here i was here before this nigga what y'all talk about like, i'm pre-drake yeah you know what i'm saying damn like do your homework man look at me you know what i'm saying because he makes way more dollars he like right. you know what I'm saying he gets put first. You look like no no this nigga looks like me. If anything else, even though we don't right. like. Plus I get mixed reviews. Check this out. Mm-hmm. So I get one chick that I go, oh yeah you look just like Drake. I'm like mm-hmm. all right cool I'm in. Yeah. And then I get a chick who's super offended at the nigga that said I look like Drake. <laughs> uh, you do not look like Drake. Don't let nobody <laughs> say that shit to you. You don't. You there is no way that you look like Drake. He looks like he's missing right. the chromosome or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, all right, so what's the other bitch talking? Like, was she talking shit? Like, is, yeah, yeah. was she talking shit or is she talking shit? But then I just decided to not give a flying fuck. How about that? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and so, and I'll listen to his music sometimes. Okay. I'll check it out and I just, it just, I just can't go back because I just, again, my music, my, like my musical world, the non mainstream shit, just is waiting in the wings. There's a new currency album coming yeah. out every seven minutes. Styles mm-hmm. P is dropping an album every <laughs> other month. With somebody. <laughs> yeah, like I don't need to. Plus, 
I can't help but hear it. Because that's all that you basic bitches are listening to. Dudes or females, no matter what the fuck y'all are doing, that's what's playing. Yep. And it probably ain't even via iTunes, it's just on the damn radio. That's it. Yep. That, is, that is what... Uh, right, so it's the soundtrack to all these niggas' like, goofy lives. And I'm like, I don't want to be associated with that at all. Whatsoever. Again, yeah. if you're the guy, you just listen to your shit. You're not worried about nothing else. So I stay in my zone. Like, in my zone. You yeah. know? That will get me out of my zone. Because now I'm thinking about all the basic motherfuckers that listen to this shit. And it's not bad music, by the way. It's great. It's fantastic. No, it's it's, it's, it's you know, good music out there. It's good stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm talking about Drake specifically. Right, like, right. He makes fantastic tunes, like great music. Um, you know, and you can just hit play. Biddy's in the passenger seat. You ain't gotta do no do nothing else. Just let it ride. Just let just let it ride. You know, that's mm-hmm. it. And that's old school, by the way. When you can right. just pop something into the tape deck. Mm. Or your Walkman with hopefully the anti-skip, right? <laughs> with that tape that you put into the tape deck so that you can play that shit through your CD player with hopefully the anti-skip that uh, can play through the speakers. Like this is way uh, before Bluetooth, baby boys and girls. Bluetooth. Man, the shit we had to do, right? All wired, and you had, you don't have to say nothing. She just knew what it was. Mm-hmm. But man, this time, like you have to curate. I am a curator. You you are a curator of sound. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, and this is our sonic museum. Like, that's how I see that shit. Yep. You have to, man. I mean, I see, I, I get, I get exposure to all these different guys because of my boys, you know, they'll play, they'll be, dad, you heard this? Or I'll hear them play. I'm like, what the hell is that? And they'll, you know, they'll put me on to something. And, you know, I, then I try to put them on to something. And they're like my older son. Now he'll appreciate Nas. <laughs> all this stuff. He's like, Dad, you heard this song? I'm like, that's 22 twos. That's reasonable doubt, of course. You know what I'm saying? That, that outraged me, yes. Yeah. But he he can appreciate it now because he's gotten older, and but he'll still, you know, he still put, puts me on a different group and stuff like that. So I try to, I never get put out of my zone. Mm-hmm. If I'm if it's, if it's Larry June right now, that's what we're doing. I may hear some Drake. I may hear some whatever he's listening to, some mm-hmm. Shoreline Mafia, whatever group they're listening to. And I'll listen to it because I'm, I'm the type that want to be like, if it sucks, I want to be able to, yeah, I'll listen to it and it sucks. Yeah. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be that old dude, like, oh, you young and I don't, that sucks. You know, they, you can't even understand what they're saying. Like, like Migos, like, I fuck with Migos. No, they got some cuts. Right? Had some cuts. But I, that last album they had was Dog Duty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my that's God. That's like a record label thing. Bro, they had but, a Frisbee. That shit smooth out the window. <laughs> immediately and it's like you know i appreciate i think you know you have to appreciate what these young dudes are doing you know what i'm saying you know a lot of us you know especially like my age dudes my age are like like and sometimes in my little my little chat my little my little thread with my guys they be on some boom bap 90s you know all that you know that ain't no krs i'm like well this Anybody trying to listen to KRS all day? Come on, like you man. know, I, I love KRS. He's a, he, he KRS is, and Cosby. He is a great, best performer ever. But man, best you got to be in the zone. You know that you got to be but, in a certain mode to hear KRS mm-hmm. consistently exactly. for a while. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we it's we like, black already. We don't need to have the experience. We got to be sw- <laughs> swimming in the recantation <laughs> so of the black experience. I just black, got home. Black, black, black. Yeah, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all. <laughs> I'm black and I'm black and I'm black, y'all. <laughs> 
stressed out, man. Look at the black, black and the black, black and the black. Yes, I'm black and I'm back. It's like, yes. I can't take my black off. I just got my black ass home and took my black ass <laughs> shoes off because I just had a black ass day and I ain't trying to hear right. this shit right now. Yeah. I, I need to smoke. I need to mellow all the way the fuck out and wow. I need to let just some sonic masterpiece sweep me away into a yeah. better experience. That's what I'm doing. I, 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 I need vino. I need wine. I don't need kerosene. Yeah. You know yeah, what right. I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. You don't need kerosene. I don't need a gun. I've been on fire all day. I'm trying yeah. to cool off a little bit. You know it's, what I'm it's saying? It's a vibe, man. It's yeah. a whole vibe. And I, I think Drake, I think Drake is a vibe too. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he makes good music. But it's one of those things where it's like, he's very talented. I mean, yeah. you know, there's no one really that gets as much radio play or stuff like that that you really appreciate their music. You know, like, like how can you say, like, like Spitter, how many songs do you have on the radio? Man, that August Alcina song, and I'm embarrassed that he made it. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Bottom man, bottle. I'm like, this is the one that the radio. All of the fly shit that he he has volumes, man. He has more music than anyone ha- who has ever done music, damn near. Right, but, but see, but those but these programmers dude, that shit comes to the radio. Yeah, the he, programmers just play what's hot. He got misrepresented in the most grossly negligent way. I was like, man, they they did my boy like that. They did spit yeah. Andretti like that because he can get way. Now, this is a blessing in disguise, though, by the way. Now, check this out. And this is selfish. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all now, this is selfish. But this is, like, walk with me. If he got JLR from mm-hmm. the Stoned Immaculate mm-hmm. onto the radio, mm-hmm. and that's a Lupin the Third sample. Lupin the Third is a, like a 70s anime, mm-hmm. by the way. If Lupin the Third was sampled, the nerds got wind of it. Basic bitches heard it. They were like, "This is fly," and it was on the radio. He would explode. He would catapult into another kind of echelon. Period. Now, if yeah. currency wasn't humble and cool with what he has, and he has his own empire that no one knows about and has heard about because he's able to keep a lid on on his endeavors. And he's a busy, mm-hmm. marketable businessman. Like he's created a whole musical lifestyle and style that literally supports his endeavors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yep. He's a, so he's, yeah. Like, so one thing feeds the other. He's, he's created this, this bag getting like ecosystem. Mm-hmm. It's an ecosystem of bag getting, yep. you know what I'm saying? And it's incredible. So that's how he's able to keep his money in house and it's all money in no money out. Rest in power. To Nipsey Hussle. She hustle. You know what yep. I'm saying? And so since he's he's able to do that, he could say, fuck you, Warner. You don't have to do it. I don't need you major mm-hmm. labels. So he took that, some of his resources that he got from the label, obviously, um, and from just the work that he's put in all these years. And he put mm-hmm. that into Jet Life Recordings. That's his own studio. So anyone yep. who's in New Orleans is going through there. Everyone yep. who's going through New Orleans, no matter their level, in the music industry is stopping through is pulling up to either that or his burger joint or the, or mm-hmm. they're coming to get a couple of blue nose pits or, um, mm-hmm. you know, from his kennel or might need to get a car done or they might need to get, no, they do need to get a car done. So <laughs> yeah. even if they got the car yet, they're going to buy it there <laughs> mm-hmm. and then take, and just take it right around the corner to the shop. Cause he has a whole automotive industry wing to his empire. Yeah. Like there's a cut from, um, 
one of my favorite cuts, one of the first songs of his I had ever heard was a Max B sample. And mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. uh, called Empire Monopoly, based on Boardwalk Empire, mm-hmm. was the concept. And, you know, he's like, it's like Boardwalk Empire trying to do it. Um, like, he was like, I, he said, I tried it, liked it, tried to get it. I got addicted to the square footages and home insurances, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but he spent his time doing that and putting in that work because the industry had failed him before, let him down before. And he had talked right. about that in opening credits on Pilot Talk 3. Mm-hmm. He had talked about that journey. He almost had a business deal with Dame, but he had to charge that to the game. And then he was about to have to sell his first lowrider to get out from under whatever he was under. Because, mm-hmm. you know... Okay. It was right before his life changed, but he wasn't sure if the, if the door was closing or opening. He, like he couldn't mm-hmm. tell from a certain distance. He got closer, he realized it was opening. So he just walked, mm-hmm. he just kept walking, you know, just walking in faith. And so- Believed in himself, man. Yeah, just believe this, this incredible belief in himself. Like it comes through his bars, it comes through his music. Like he, he's truly in his own lane, but circling back, I say that to say, if he would've got popping off the radio, one he one he would be miserable. Two, I I wouldn't be digging what he's doing. Uh, three, he has quality control over everything that he does. Every decision he makes, everything that he makes, I know that I'm gonna love because he's doing what he loves and he never stopped doing that. Because he's never been informed or instructed to do anything different. Lupe, man, what a tragedy. Yeah. What a tragedy yeah. because Columbia <clears throat> turned out by a label. Columbia ruined it, mm-hmm. ruined it, messed up his whole mind, his psyche, like just everything through and through, you know what yep. I'm saying? And he never quite recovered. Like, like we, no. we'll, I, I don't like to say never, but man, we probably will never get the cool again because things get progressively less than stellar. Let's just say that Suyo yeah. and youth was incredible. Mm-hmm. That was probably his last Hoorah! When it comes to uh, the kind of you know quality of work that we were accustomed to, the cool yeah. is the one of the greatest things ever created. That's who your own youth was a fantastic follow up. Some years later, years later, but man, that was it. We ain't that getting was, that was, the coolest. We ain't getting gold watch. We ain't none of that. None of that. But I, I think I mean you know if you look at those times, a lot of you know that's when labels were a thing. You know, and and unfortunately, the majority of you know a lot of people thought be on a label was going to be going to be it. It's going to be the end all, be all. Mm-hmm. And you have very few, you know, groups, um, labels like uh, you know, look at No Limit. You know, I mean, they just, you know, they're still around whether they're relevant or not. Right. No Limit is, is something totally different now. Like it's it's still making money. It's something totally different. But they never relied or never really looked at the label like, okay, we have to get a deal or it's not gonna make it. They went out, made their own deal. Yeah. Like they they created something so to your point, like currency, he created something that was a whole lifestyle and it centered around his lifestyle. So mm-hmm. everything that he the quality of his music is such that that is his pitch. Mm-hmm. Like he will rap about what he wants next, and he 
then has it and he's able to rap about what he rapped about to get. So when he rapped about it and then he got it, he's rapping about what he rapped about to get. And then he's mm-hmm. rapping about what he got and then what it took to get it. And then he's rapping about the next thing that he's into and interested in. And then the next thing, because niggas are listening. Some, someone's listening. Someone, yeah. with, someone with the ability to change your life is watching. Someone with the ability to change your life is listening. But you have to put that out into the world, out there into the universe, the cosmos. Mm-hmm. Currency understands that. He truly does. Oh, yeah. Dom does yeah. too, because they're on the same shit. Larry June, wave, Larry June, I'm sure, is influenced by those two cats just like that. Because he be on the same shit now, you know, because he's like their little brother, you know, he's on the same kind of shit, you know, as well. Those guys are living and you can tell they're living within their means, living life, they're living within their means Yeah, because they're, they're, they're regular dudes. I mean, who doesn't like cars? Who doesn't like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're doing stuff for the love of hip hop, but also to fuel this venture, to do this venture, to do stuff that they like. Versus just doing, you know, they're going to do a joint venture with Reebok, who they probably don't even care, probably never even, not even wearing Reeboks, but they're going to do it now because Reebok is going to pay him X amount of dollars. Because his shit's already built up. Like, that's how he got his weed shoes from Reebok, mm-hmm. remember? Because he always was buying Allen Iverson, uh, the, the Allen Iverson questions in every colorway. Then he mm-hmm. talked about maybe getting his own someday. And mm-hmm. I'm sure they heard his music, his fucking catalog, and were like, Hell fucking yeah. Like there's no way that we're not going to just spend a tiny amount of resources by comparison to have just a customized colorway with like Mm -hmm. a weed leaf on the bottom so that at least real quick in a limited edition, quick money bag grab, get all of his people to buy his shoes from us. So Mm -hmm. Reebok wins because they just came up on a quick lick and so did currency because Reebok got crazy bags, crazy resources he didn't all, have to compromise. He didn't have to compromise. It he, came to him with this, with the, with the design. Because so this is what my mentor, one of my mentors, uh, Roosevelt Rick Wright Jr. Um, mm-hmm. He was my television, radio, and film broadcast uh, professor, and he he just always said, "Create an act that attracts." Mm-hmm. Travanti, I'm telling you, you are going to create mm-hmm. an act that attracts. I'm telling you. He always, he always he always had that radio voice. He uh, never turned it off. I never knew if I was actually talking to him or not. <laughs> you ever met somebody like that that's just always yeah. on? And you're yeah, like, is, is this him? Like, is this really him? Right, right. And then you look into his eyes and you're like, damn, I can't see what's behind those either. Shoot, yeah. he's good. And he's an old timer, so he's been able to be in that character if if it is a character for that long to where maybe that right, is it is him now. Mm-hmm. So he's stuck. Mm-hmm. I think that that's Rick Wright. Shout out <laughs> to brother Rick Wright. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I guess it is him because he ain't about the, the old one is deep down. He he ain't getting out of that jail. Mm-hmm. This is just the one. This is the radio, the old radio head having ass. <laughs> you know, just radio voice all the time. He said, yes, uh-huh. uh, Mr. Wall, are you going to create an act that attracts? Like that's, <laughs> uh, like that, that's what they're going to that's what's going to do it, baby, like that. Creating an act that attracts. Yes, baby, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's his whole part. That's his whole thing, man. Like a machine. Yeah. Like a machine. That's dope. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, like, you build it, and this goes to an old-ass adage and saying, 
you build it and they'll come. So he just went, you know what? I tried it the first way the first time, that regular ass bogus way. Like, no, mm-hmm. I'm just going to rely on them to give me my bad. No, 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 no. To give you the platform to be who you already are? I don't fucking think right. so. No, I'm going to just be who I am all the time, everywhere. Use the technology that, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony didn't have, unfortunately, but they still got mm-hmm. to have a meteoric rise because they were supremely talented and unique. But a lot of those niggas would have done a lot better if it was way easier to do. Again, that goes back to the labor of love that mm-hmm. hip hop had to undergo and go through way back in the day to get yep. their music out. They had to sell it out of the trunk. No, now you can just create some bullshit, put it on SoundCloud, upload, take several <laughs> minutes, and you're ruining people's ears. And they're, right bleeding, in your bedroom. they're bleeding from the earlobes because of this shit, but they can do it just like that. Yep. They can hop out, you know, an FL Studio 20 and just come up with some, just pick a few things, string that shit together in a terrible way and not <laughs> not even master it or mix it, none of that shit, and have yep. that static analog sound of bullshit uh, on, on Reverb Nation. Yep. <laughs> Upload it to iTunes today. You can yep. do it. You can do it. And that's, that was, that's my, I would say that's my biggest issue. I mean, I like the I like the technology. I like that it's accessible. I like that people can. It's actually helping them, helping people out. Because what would some people be doing if, if they weren't rapping or if they weren't making beats or if they, you know, what I'm saying if that technology wasn't there. But then again, you know, when when I heard Rockin', right, first time, I was just like, what? There was never a time that I thought. I can do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't about me not being educated. It was just like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, Big Daddy Kane or, I mean, I mean, even Jay-Z. You know, I mean, it's like these guys, for me at least, like, Wu-Tang was like, they were superheroes. Oh. You know, it's like, I don't have that superpower, but I sit here and enjoy it. I'll take it all in. Now it's like, dude, I mean... Who can't do, and this is, you know, I like Future, no knock to Future, but who can't do what he does? Bro, as long as you got Metro booming, uh, yeah. you're going to be him. you're going to be okay. As long as you got 808 Ray, you're yeah. going to be okay. <laughs> as long as fun. you got Perps, you're <laughs> going to be okay. As long as you got Sledrin, you're exactly. going to be okay. Okay, you like you got to be kind of fly. Like you got to have some kind of laconic, kind of lazy, dope flow, like Larry June, mm-hmm. like currency, for that to mm-hmm. work. Because it's a haze that that right, right. sound creates. Cardo, you like you got to be groovy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Alchemist creates Harry both, Fraud. Yeah, Harry Fraud and, and and Alchemist create cinematic pieces. Mm-hmm that transport you to the inner doldrums Mm. of an urban inner city, and you're there. Now, you got to come correct within the parameters of that damn tune. Like, you can't say no bullshit because we're really listening. Yeah. Because we've accepted accepted the environment, the soundscape. Mm -hmm. What's inside of it? Can Can I see the trash cans, the badass Chris is kicking over? Yeah. Out, out front of Craig's in them's house on Friday. Like, can I see that? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Currency yeah. said, kick it in your crib like bad Chris in them garbage cans. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like, come on, I can see that. Yeah, it, it, it take it takes a certain type of artist, takes a certain type of. I think, like you said, it's, it's the vibe, it's the sound. Look at Alchemist. You would swear Alchemist was like from Queens, right? Yeah, from New York. Mm-hmm. Alchemist is from Beverly Hills. You taught me right? that. Hey, everybody, yeah. listeners out there, please pay attention. Please pay he, attention. He, I implore you. He had a group with, um, what's that What's that guy? He's a famous actor. cannot think of his name right now. He was in The Godfather. Scott Kahn. Yes. Yeah. So Scott Kahn, him and his son, and hey, Alchemist had a group. Everybody, Scott Kahn is that motherfucker from uh, Entourage, <laughs> the hotshot agent asshole, Scott Kahn. Yeah. They had a hip-hop group together. <laughs> what so it's like but look at where alchemist is he just had that sound you know he he had that ear he whatever he whatever it was you can't he just had it you're born with that kind of connection to rhythm and, and that's what i'm saying yeah you're just he born, was born with, that, with his, his innate his innate it wasn't like because you if you look at if you if you were to read about who he is what he grew up you know where he grew up who he was friends with, you'll, you'll be like, well, who is this guy? It's mm-hmm. not Alchemist. Who's Al? It just can't be the same dude. You mean Alan? So and so Berg? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, you know, so it takes a certain... I, I don't listen to Alchemist and say I can do that. Oh, no. I've never heard Primo and be like, I can do that. But all these dudes, man, how many times have you heard fuck up some commas beat? Oh my gosh, Future. man. How many times have you heard it? Because it's it's a template. Like I watched Ninth <laughs> exactly. Wonder. I watched Ninth Wonder make a beat and I just said I would never be able to cause he used the old NPCs, the old cause he pretty much Jay Dilla, like I watched them cats create music from a, a damn it was a whole laboratory full of equipment, basically, an audio laboratory. You got the flux capacitors records. here, j- <laughs> yeah. records stacked up. Mm-hmm. Then you got the record player plugged in with a weird cord to go into the thing so that that so you can trick that machine into making a sound. So they were, right. a lot of these audio machines they created. Oh, like yeah. musicians made and created out of necessity. Shout out to Thomas Dolby. He's one of those guys. That's where mm-hmm. like Dolby Digital, like the whole yeah. yeah, like came from was this dude who out of necessity for sounds that didn't really exist, but that he could hear in his head, he wanted that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "How can I reproduce this every time with ease? Well, I got to make a machine." So he, they were mad scientists. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they got a lot of that. Like when I'm looking at FL Studio 20 on my computer, and I'm like, "Damn, bro, this ain't even fair." Mm-hmm. Like what cats used to have to do to create these dope ass tunes that still stand up. Yeah, that no time can knock down. Legendary shit. I watched Alchemist and Prodigy sit in the room at. Alchemist crib or his little ass apartment. He ain't got to worry about a thing now at all. But, um, yeah. for, like you know, I watched him make the uh, hold you down. I sent that to you, didn't I? Then yeah. I sent that. I had to send that to you yeah. that night. It might have been one in the morning. My bad. But okay. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I was like, this is special because I didn't know how it went down, but this mm-hmm. is how I imagined it. Yeah, right. But but you saw all the shit that he had to do and how effortless he did it. Like his whole setup, big ass 
keyboard, Casio keyboard, or Korg, whatever it was, whatever brand, M Audio maybe. Musician, man. He was musician, a musician. Man. You know what I'm saying? And then he mm-hmm. had these crazy contraptions he had to link together, and they probably weren't even supposed to be daisy yeah. chained and linked together, but <laughs> it works because it's not software, it's hardware. Mm-hmm. And so you, like, if you just understand, like they're basically electricians too. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So many hats that these brilliant minds had and wore. And so, like yeah, like watching them make that shit happen. And then it's like, damn, they also have to respond to the demands of the artist. And so if like, he's like, yeah, yeah. So I got this shit written down right here. Um, and then like, like you got to run it back, but you can't just click. <laughs> You're right, right, right. right. <laughs> Drag, drop, do like, Kenny do, you know, mm-hmm. Kenny Beats does in the cave. It's like, all right, one second. <laughs> now that we've done this, now let's go through it again. And then they loop it. Hold you. Yeah. You know, yeah. watching that develop that hold you down part, that hook, that Nina Sky. Yeah. Got me obsessed with, like, crate digging got me obsessed with the source material because i want to mm-hmm. i want to give that tune its due respect by figuring out where it came from and then right. give that original and that originator their respect because i'm yeah. going to probably because it's just going to land me into a musical world that alchemist lives in and i'm like i want to be on his shit i want to be on that shit that he be on all the time that way if i get yeah. some ideas it's like cool <laughs> let me see what i can string together you know what i'm saying yeah, like them samples old. it's like man it's a whole other planet, man. It's another planet, man. I'm like, what What old movies? Like, he's watching Turner Classic movies. He's got to be watching Turner Classic movies, like Casablanca and this mm. random shit. And Currency's watching black exploitation, everything. <laughs> right? Dolomite. Dolomite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jimmy Superfly. Like, uh-huh. Superfly he's watching. He's watching all kind of shit, man. You know? A lot, a lot of those dudes, I feel like a lot of those those produced like you know you just named you know alchemist or primo um they got old souls like yeah. you listen listen to alchemist stuff then and listen to it now and it's the same era i don't want to i don't want to say it's the same it's the same it, era yeah it's like it's not it's timeless yeah it's just timeless you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's not like a kitty beat you know and then now he's making some more dark stuff it's timeless music i mean even with you know primo i mean a primo beat you can tell you know primo um yes rock boom bap yes can be yeah yes boom bap just just boom rock these guys um he rock had that jazzy that that jazz groove that like that's the architect of uh some of the architecture of uh the a tribe called quest sound like that's that oh yeah you know what i'm saying it was just jazzy like that's when jazz was like I'm like oh shit, I he need to listen to salsa it. now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, like where did he get that where from? Because that was those days where you can you can look at the CD cover and go in the back and see the samples and figure out where it came from. But those guys have mm-hmm. old, timeless souls. They make music. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's no telling how you know you can listen to, I don't know, you know, pick a gangstar song. It could have been an old track. Like Primo probably could just had just had he dusted off like five years old, boom, popping in. Next thing you know, you got you know you got Dwayne. 
or you got whatever, you know. But these guys have like old souls, but at the same time, they they have their own sound and appreciate the music where you have a guy like who a new cat like Harry Frog. I mean, Harry Frog's some other shit. Man. I he, I don't even He loves the eighties, by the way. He, oh yeah, for sure. He loves but, the eighties and he loves beaches. Right, right. But Bodies but see his, his whole vibe, everyone kinda is curates to his vibe. Like mm-hmm. he made that yacht rock, right? Oh man, Alchemist did. <laughs> Oh no no yeah Alchemist I'm sorry yeah, yeah. Alchemist with Yacht but, Rock, but these but these artists I feel like kind of curate their sound to fit an Alchemist to fit a Harry Fraud, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like there it it takes it takes someone real it takes some real diversity to get to get on a track like that and really just they don't just get on a track like and Harry be able Fraud to survive album yeah and survive and survive that shit because. They have to understand that those are the kind of producers that, come on, everyone else can can uh, rally around the rapper or, you know, the hip-hop artist. But then there are certain people with a more um, sophisticated taste, I'd say, that follow producers as well. Like, the way that they would an artist, like a hip-hop artist. They're artists mm-hmm. as well, but... You know, and so they know that if I'm listening to Alfredo, mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm listening because Alchemist produced Alfredo, and now it's because definitely Freddie motherfucking Gibbs and Alchemist, right? So I think Alchemist kind of spearheaded this. DJ Clue as well, but Alchemist as a producer. Um, right, because Clue will put the tapes together. Yeah, Clue was more just a, an organizer, yeah. right? Yeah, Khaled before Khaled, basically. Because Khaled, I don't know what he does, but it sh- should be featuring Khaled, and I'd be confused. Yeah, because because he because <laughs> he just gets on there and just says we the best, and then I'm like, very cool, very cool, cool story, bro. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's his musical credit. I'm like, oh, how 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 dare you? <laughs> but hey, he hey he. He managed to do it, and shout out to him for finessing that. That's the ultimate fleece right there. Yep. <laughs> man, that's crazy. He built an empire on everybody else's tunes. That's insane to me. Um, but Willie Lloyd, like, um, oh, so Rare Chandeliers is the album. Mm. That's the tape. That's the one. That's the one to me, okay? Now, yeah. when he did First in- uh, Infantry, mm-hmm. You could say it started then. Yeah. But yeah. it had a bunch of different artists, right? It had a few different cats on there, I think. Yeah. On First Infantry. But I believe so. Rare Chandelier, Rare Chandeliers was dedicated. I think that Alchemist, cause remember, um, I want to say Action Bronsonino, Action Brontosaurus, he was pretty new, relatively new to the game. He had come mm-hmm. out with like Larry Zonka. He had come out with Mr. Lecter and right. a thing or two produced exclusively by Party Supplies. Blue Chips mm-hmm. 1, Blue Chips 2. Yep. Incredible. But no Alchemist, I think, of course, it's a small town when you are both in New York. He's in uh, Flushing, mm-hmm. probably Manhattan, and then you have Flushing, and then you have Alchemist wherever he is up there. 
Anyways, so circles are probably very small, super small. Oh, yeah. And so Alchemist was like, I have to, I gotta, I gotta do this. Like, he's next. I gotta mm-hmm. do this. Plus, Alchemist pretty much works with every cat out there that he reveres and respects, period. Because he doesn't have to do this. No. It's a gift, really. He doesn't have to yeah. do it. Doesn't need you. Nope. Whatsoever, right? And he like, he he's so dope. He's dropping albums on his own with just like you know. And I want you, you, Benny the Butcher, uh, you, uh, Fred the Godson, rest in power. But mm-hmm. you, whoever's gonna be. Now he just like, hey, yo, Alchemist and Freddie, since they boys, all of them. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready? And then these niggas would just be like, yeah, for whatever. They might not. They might not. They haven't even discussed the concept yet. It doesn't matter. It's just gonna come together. Because we're going to sit there, watch movies, smoke, eat Doritos, spicy nacho. And like, <laughs> it, it's just going to come to be. And yep. then now you have a motion picture soundtrack called Fetty. Yep. With, wow, this beautiful this synergy of three powerhouses. Freddie Gibbs, my gosh, Chicago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then you have he's from, he's from Gary yeah. to be more yeah. uh, precise. But for yeah. those who don't know, for those who are un- uninitiated, I've driven through it. It's two Gary miles. No it's, it, it's two square miles, but the most violent place on the planet Earth. No um, and it's right next. It's on. It's off of the Dan Ryan. <laughs> it is right by Chicago. Oh, Michael Jackson. You like you can trip and fall and be in Chicago from Gary. Is that small? <laughs> but that violent. A good friend of mine, uh, Ernest, Ernest Thomas, who was known as Raj and um, what's happening and what's happening now. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody hates Chris. Um, mm-hmm. He's from Gary. There's something about Gary, though, man. One of the Gary. smallest, most stressful places on the planet, creating these legends like Ernest. Then you got Freddie Gibbs. You got the Jackson Five. Jackson Five. Oh, my goodness, man. Not even Chicago. Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana, man. They got soul, man. Just a That's lot crazy. of soul. And where do you think that comes from? You know where it comes from. Just yeah. intense that's, strife. That's ingrained, man. That's, yeah, yeah like, there's no other way out of here, but via this, this vessel, I'm putting my whole spirit, all yeah. of my spirit into this. I got to get out of here. I got to. If not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to make it. Yep. And most niggas don't. A lot of niggas don't make it. Out no. of Gary, unless you're that damn special, <laughs> you, yeah, gotta you gotta literally something going on. You gotta deliver yourself from Gary. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like a damn shipment. Like you gotta ship yourself <laughs> out of there via your art. Your art is your DHL or your Amazon. <laughs> you gotta be exceptional, man. You have to be exceptional. Yeah. Is that tough? The people we just named out of there. Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael the Jackson. Jackson Five. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, when people even think about Michael, I feel like the Jackson 5 or just say Michael, no one even really thinks about where he's from. No. Like, he's so much bigger than, they just know he's Michael Jackson. They don't, you know what I'm saying? It's not like people can care less where he's from, but he's from Gary, Indiana. He's from Gary, Indiana, man. So you got all that. I think it's just, I think it's the places from, you know, like the places that just have a lot of pain and strife and and just... That's you know, literally hip hop. Is is hip hop? Yeah, you like know? that is hip hop. 
You know what I'm saying? It's so authentic, you know, for someone like like Freddie Gibbs to make it out. I mean, dude, think about how many cats that did, how many how many cats have made it out of Gary? You know that we know that that are uh, are big. Man, um, so I met. I think I told you this. I met I met Freddie Gibbs. Shout out to brother Freddie Gibbs. Shout out shout out to Big Little Bunny Rabbit man. Shout out to him. Shout out to Kane Train man. It's all love, my brother. We love and respect and revere what you do, man. Really. Mm-hmm. Continue sure. changing this damn culture, man, and let these motherfuckers know what's up. Seriously. Um, so I ran it I I ran into Freddie Gibbs. I was um on Langersham Boulevard. I was in Arby's. <laughs> Rest in peace, Arby's on, on uh, <laughs> Langersham. That shit lasted 17 minutes. <laughs> Dog, now it's a Dave's hot chicken because LA uh, is hot chicken crazy, like some idiots. Like nigga, we yeah, grew, right. we grew up with chicken. What the fuck y'all doing? Just getting on the fried chicken. Like, slow, oh slow ass niggas. Yeah, <laughs> LA get on my nerves with that trendy shit. First it was ramen noodle, every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Then it turned into Nashville hot fried chicken joints. I'm like, y'all got problems, man. They even got a Herald's on the um, Hollywood. Are you serious? There like is no that's like a fifteen fifteen dollars for a three piece. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> there, there sort of is no there is no culture. It's LA's a cultural buffet. It doesn't have really unless you are a Dodger fan, die hard, you know you really know it's transplant yeah. like it's transplant central and it really doesn't have it's like a cultural buffet. Yeah, whatever, whatever you're into is out here. You know what I'm saying? They'll bring it. They'll bring it. You know what I'm saying? If if you want to live in Wisconsin, in Los Angeles, you live mm-hmm. where I live. I'm in Burbank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like this tiny, tiny conservative little bastion, this little joint, this little conservative mm-hmm. enclave. It's very nice. It's very clean. It's very pristine. pristine. Mm-hmm. And um, I've never seen more police per capita in my life like that I I think that there's a squad car for every last one of us <laughs> yeah basically heavily policed you, you know cause you used to live in, you know down the street so yeah. it's insane basically. but it's something for everybody like you want an Outback Steakhouse I think that they designed this joint specifically for that like if you go right down the street there's a Chevy mm-hmm. dealership you can't mm-hmm. find Cadillac and Chevy dealerships nowhere out here no one's checking for Cadillacs and Chevys like that no. but niggas from back east back home yeah that's that's different but they they understand their people here. They're like, hey, the people who want to live here probably also want a Chevy. Yeah. Probably also want an Impala. Probably also want an Equinox, whatever it's going to be. Or a, a Silverado. They're probably going to want a truck, something mm-hmm. big, something off the ground. That's us. Mm-hmm. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they understand that shit. More American yeah. flags around this motherfucker. It's like, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so it's obvious. Crazy. Yeah, bro. Uh, but. I ran into him at Arby's and I, mm-hmm. you know, and I just looked at him. He looked at me and I was like, my brother, you already know what it is. I just want to thank you for everything that you do, man. I was just mm-hmm. blasting you in the car, blasting you in the car right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm just really happy uh, for you, you know, for your success. And I wish you continued success and uh, you know, happiness, my brother. Just keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know what I'm saying? And he said, like, he just, smiled he had a warm little grin on his face a tall dude and um he he's like i really appreciate that fam i, I really do and you already know yeah. that you already know is our shit like that's from back <laughs> east like you already know that, you already know yeah 
fam, yeah. and you already know, like that's from back there. So we already had that going on, mm-hmm. you know. He's like, hey, man, you already know. You know? <laughs> we dapped, and then I, um, we started talking about food. I was like, man, man, I'm here to get these damn buffalo chicken sliders. If you ain't <laughs> ordered that, you need to change your order right fucking now and get them buffalo chicken sliders. That shit is dro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was like, he laughed, and he was, he was like, you already know, bro. And so he, he went, he got his order, I got mine. And then he turned around and he said, hey, man, you stay up, fam. I was like, hey, man, you stay up. You stay safe. But I just thought about that, man. I just looked in his eyes. and You, you can just feel his aura like you can feel. <laughs> hey, yo, Spence, what up, bro? Oh, hey, brother. Yo, say what's up to Antoine. We're, curr- up? we're currently potting right now. Oh, what's up? What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Good. Just chopping it up, man. Uh, I'm good. You know, as you should be. Um, Key. Yo, what's I'm good? Going, I'm going to Urban. I'm going to Urban. You want a 10? Please. Uh, could you get to the uh, the chill, the uh, the indica-leaning uh, <laughs> variety good. of uh, weed in a can? <laughs> Okay, okay, so you don't you, 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 you don't want the hybrids, you want the chill, the the purple one. Uh let's see, let's see, hang on, hang on. Purple Caminos or hybrid man, Caminos. Let's, come yeah, on, man. let's do yeah, let's do the uh the purple camino. The pur- okay. All right, all right. So I'll I'll grab you those and then uh and then I'll have them so you can come grab one you want. I appreciate that, brother. All right, cool. That's all you want? Yeah, man. That, yeah, that's it. I think I'm going to re-up a little later this week, too. Okay. All right. Cool. I appreciate um, the love. Man, I'll go get those. Cool. Sounds good. All right, man. I'll hit you up later. All right. All right, bro. We'll wrap it. We'll wrap it right, up. Peace out. Peace. All right. Peace. 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 <laughs> Spence. He, he kind of caught up the perfect time. Yeah, that was a good time. Because I was like, look who's on the phone. <laughs> um, but he was, you just felt the weight of his existence is what I was saying. Like you felt, you like you really felt the just man, just I, like he couldn't believe that he was here. Mm-hmm. Like he also couldn't believe it. But, you know, kind of like a finally, like, man, you know, but. On some real nigga shit, he was at Arby's. Yeah, like, I mean, see, that's, l- l- like that's what kind of meant, like meant the most to me. On, on, like in some weird way, I didn't meet him nowhere fancy. He was at Arby's. Mm-hmm. He, now he had a fly ass uh, S class. He had a big body on four G's. Freddie Forgiato. Of course. Freddie Forgiato. Like it was part, the, you know, at the meter, but he was at Arby's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> like that's what's up. Like you at Arby's. Yeah, I was like, you at Arby's. That's what's up. Right. That's why he knew. He knew you was. You know. He knew what you was about when he saw. You. I mean, who, who else was up at Arby's? That's true. Like when I walked into Arby's, he already was probably like, yeah. So this is my kind of guy. Like this is my people right here. Niggas who still yeah. eat at Arby's when they can eat anywhere in L.A. <laughs> exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? I'm like, fuck. I'm like, fuck these restaurants, bro. I'm thinking Arby's. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In L.A. Shit. That's dope, man. That's dope. 
Yeah, man. Like, so now, just circling back around, I think it started with rare chandeliers when he was like, Action Bronson is next. That's my guy. He's, like, he's got my whole flow and style. His whole personality is on some currency shit, some spit Andretti shit, and, and they fuck with each other too. Right. Let me do your whole album, bro, because you, you can't fail. You cannot fail. I, I won't allow it, and you won't allow me to look goofy and lame out here for uh, co-signing you at all. Yeah, and he's not, one those, he's not one of those guys who just shops out his talent. No, he I mean, doesn't. He's going he's gonna to pick an artist. He curates. Right. He's going to make it just for them. It's going to be a whole joint, most likely. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a project. It's not going to be, you know, hey, just come, you know, I got this song. I got this idea. Just come do this song. No. No. It's and a whole he, showcase of, his, he, he of his gifts his and their gifts. Yeah, he knows his worth. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't he doesn't have to pour himself out. He's he is who he is. He's built he's built his reputation. He only fucks with you know the you know top notch you know caliber MCs. What else you have to do? <laughs> I mean, he's obviously not doing it for the money per se. Even though that's a you know I'm pretty sure it comes with it. But he's doing it more out of the love than anything. Now, one favor that he did do was for was for my nigga Schoolboy, Schoolboy Q. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. what was it? What was it? Was a real nigga What's addiction? Money, weed, and bitches. Oh, hitting yeah. them switches. Shit, it was in my intention. Right. Yeah, yeah. Started at the bottom, ended up at the top. Yeah, like when he did but, that. But even even then, at Schoolboy Q though. It is Schoolboy Q, but check this out. Out anyone on anyone on the West Coast, he could have done a done that with. It was Schoolboy Q though on either the Habits and Contradictions album or mm-hmm. or the um what was the other album? Very um, beginning, Habits and Contradictions. Yeah. I got it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, let's see, Schoolboy. Like it's one of my. Setbacks. Okay. Yeah. But I think it was Habits and Contradictions. I want to say um, it was on. Habits and Contradictions. Yeah, it's probably on Habits and Contradictions. Yeah, definitely on Sex Drive, Awesome Music, Hate and Joint, Scooty Nose, Blues Line, Gangster Designer, Drugs and Hoes, 9150. Where is this shit? Because it was like Raymond. Um, mm-hmm. It had Raymond 1969 on there. Damn sure what now one. Hang on, let me go to setbacks again. Kamikaze. What's the word with J Rob? Bet I got some weed. Let's see what we got here. Phenomenon. Hit so toughly. Had a young Janae Aigo. <laughs> she was a baby. Well, she still is a baby. What was that name of the song again? It, it was wasn't. it was uh Man. No, hell no. Nah. Like that was when he 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 introduced himself to the world and then his music got kind of unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It might have been situations, man. Hang on, let me do a little test here. It absolutely wasn't that. It was uh let's see. Setback and the baton. I'm trying to figure out where in the fuck. Man, he had Dom Kennedy on way, way back then. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why I'm not finding it. Did they erase? Is this the Mandela effect? I don't know. What the hell? Gangsta designer. Dang. I like. I literally don't see it. Mm-mm. Like I don't even see Raymond. 1969. I don't understand what happened. Why would they take those songs off? They were his greatest. Hang on. I know that shit's yeah. here. Kamikaze, like yours, what's the word? It ain't what's the word. Oh, so cycle. Okay, okay. The beat. Hmm. I'm good. It wasn't I'm good either. Damn. Yeah, I don't That's got me messed up. Hang on, let me do some <laughs> research on. Let me look up. Wikipedia will tell me what what damn album. Uh, let's see. It's on whichever one, Raymond. All right, Raymond, and then we're going to do Schoolboys. Boy mm-hmm. Q. 1969. Habits and Contradictions. It ain't even on there. It's not on there. Oh, yeah, my gosh. I, bro, I was like, I know I ain't crazy, man. Yeah. That's goofy, top dog. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know what? That just, that's actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. That's actually some bitch made behavior. That's a label move, man. Right. They don't want him to be too damn that they tried to I don't know because he was real raw real street on that one he was so street on that bro like and they were talking about he was talking about actual shit like names and everything like kinda Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like so close to the sun he was flying man they probably took all that shit down (laughs) damn that's crazy man because that's that was my first experience. Well, it's not my first experience, but I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. Because it's not there. Yeah, that was making sense. Like, on Raymond 1969, he was talking about, oh, my mom and them. Like, mm-hmm. he like he was promising, like, murder, murder, kill, do, do, mm-hmm. do, do, Depending on my mom. And, like, he, he was promising that he was about to get that <laughs> nigga back. He, yeah. That's what the whole song was dedicated to. Right, right. Was getting him, like, really... On his mom and them. He was about to get that nigga back for what he did. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Damn, bro. That was the Alchemist cut. Matter of fact, fuck that. I don't need iTunes for this. Hang on. Habits and Contradictions, YouTube. You were about to do it for us. <laughs> right fucking now. I'm going to just play that little small intro part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not on there at all. It's not. Oh, my gosh, man. That's insane. I was like, man, I know this shit was on one of these albums. And there's mm-hmm. only two albums that it could have been on. And it wasn't on either. Schoolboy. Hang on. Hang on, kids. All right. It ought to be here. Man. Bruh. It took There He Go Off, Hands on the Wheel. Get out of here. Oxy music, I think, is on there still. Let me find this shit. Whoa. Duh. You can't go to Schoolboy's page and it be there. <laughs> <laughs> he's on. He's. Shit. 
Hang on, let me find some motherfucker who just loves Schoolboy Q and put you you know those guys that put that shit up anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Schoolboy. Let me also type in Alchemist. That'll do it. Okay. My homie. You ready? I'm listening. All right. I'm trying to maneuver my camera, my lights. That's cool. Get the maneuvering right. Let's, uh, let's uh, creep this in. Let's walk this in. That part, that part. Yeah. See? What's a real nigga addiction? Money, weed, and bitches. Hanging with snitches, shit, it wasn't my intentions. I didn't know, didn't know. I knew him for years, so I think it's going for so To all my niggas, I would die for. Y'all see what the fuck I'm talking about? This is what we talking about. In the very from the jump, he was like, "Man, I've been always wanting a, an alchemist, first infantry types, you know, type B." He got exactly that. Yeah, like that's alchemist signature. You know that MPC with that, mm-hmm. sl- you, you, you know that off cadence of his, and now he mm-hmm. will just repeat and reset the loop. Yep, and use that like it's a part of a. Drum kit. That's his drum kit. <laughs> he uses his mm-hmm. loops like drum kits. You know what I'm saying? And then he'll like he'll throw a kick on there. It's got some punch, but boom, boom. Like he doesn't use a, sh- a sh- like a shit ton of bass. No, it's kicks. It's Just kick. beautiful punchy kicks. Can and you that, imagine a whole schoolboy alchemist album? Oh my gosh, man! That's what needs to happen. Like Crash Talk was cool, but I like Crash Talk. I like Crash Talk. You know, but I mean, J Rock shit blows that out the water. Redemption is incredible. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Know, I, it took me a minute. I I I, I like that album. I like it. I like it, it took it took a couple of listens for me to get. I'm like, oh, everything just kind of. You know how like spaghetti is way better the next fucking day, and and even better the day after that. Yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how J Rock's Redemption album went. Like that, I was like, "This is a, this is fucking incredible." Mm-hmm. Now there's one kind of like club track that, that like they can always keep that because I can't stand the fucking club. Any club right. song they can always keep, <laughs> no matter what. It's got a club sound. I don't be right. in the fucking club, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm on some laid back shit, like or on some riding shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, yeah, oh. like it's a whole attitude. Mm-hmm. You know. The club shit, I'm I'm just thinking of spilt drinks, bullshit, can't hear her, she can't hear me, a bunch of bullshit. VIP sections. VIP <laughs> sections and ropes that you don't care care to be on the other fucking side of. It's like, nigga, I wasn't going over there. No way. You're, you're not very important people to me. <laughs> Which is the irony of VIP groups. VIP, VIP sections. I'm like, you niggas are literally not very important people not to important. me. You're literally not what very important do? to me. Right. If, you guys are just symbolizing to the world that you're very important to each other. That's very cute. That's very nice. That's very noble. Enjoy your tiny. 
like we got the whole club as as far as space is concerned. You niggas are sardined up there in the top. <laughs> right. Can't leave. Y'all spent way more than we did to be there, you idiots. Uh-huh. $500 bars that cost 20 on the Yeah, they cost 20 and, and like we pre-game before we Ubered here, you idiots. We exactly. win, you lose. Continue. Insert two new coins, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Like that's, I mean, the whole concept is silly. Why are people so silly, man? <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? He's like, man, I, ever since that first inventory, man, I've always wanted a damn alchemist beat. I wanted to be on one of those. He got his wish. So they do That's need to do selective. selective, selective, yeah. MC, he he's only fucking with people who he knows are not not on his job or not, you know. But they're fans of hip hop. Yes. How many artists would even know that? Like you know, what I'm saying like they probably heard of Alchemist. They they heard he's dope, but they don't know Alchemist. But they know for sure some groundbreaking hip hop historical moments created by hip-hop artists that they absolutely do love, revere, and respect, and hold in high regard, and didn't know that mm-hmm. Alchemist was the architect. Yeah. He he was the soundscape designer. He was the engineer. He put that shit together. That's yeah. why, and that's a large part of the reason why they loved it so much, because he created a sonic space that only exists in his world. You got to go to Alchemist to get that zone. Yeah. Like, you can't even go to Harry Fraud to get that. Because no. not even they are the same kind of sampler. They're no, both they're, dope, they're, but they're different, man. Okay. Alchemist is Alchemist, and ain't nothing like it. No, there's no, there's no one making a beat that's like an Alchemist beat. No, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it doesn't happen. No, like his use of harmonics and just man, and like okay. it seems like some of them. It seems like oh, okay. That sounds like something that could be done. And then you're going, wait a minute. The baseline is pretty simple. Um, it's, it's simple in ways, but I can't. No one else can do it because of what the hell he sampled. You don't know how he got there. The the easiest part to him is clearly the down. The uh, boom 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 boom. boom. Uh, uh, uh. that part's the mm-hmm. difficult that's the sample no one on earth knows where he got that from except for him exactly. because of how exactly. bizarre his musical tastes are he just got it or, his ear is just crazy it's insane and then what films what movies TV shows he's got a song on uh, Currency's Covert Coop remember that one mm-hmm. you gotta go back Covert Coop okay so Covert Coop, everything on there, exclusively produced by Alchemist way back then. Mm-hmm. And Freddie was on a track way back then called Scotty Pippen. Mm-hmm. Have you heard? No. Nah. Oh my gosh, man. I'm a I'm sending that to you to tonight. <laughs> Scotty Pippen. I'm gonna send you the whole Covert Coop joint. You need to listen to that shit all the way I'm, through. I, you haven't sent me that? I think you might send me that. Man, already. you would be like illuminated right now like you'd be glowing in the dark right now yeah if you had it, like if it was fresh yeah i ain't send that to you like at least this year and not last year so i'm gonna send that to you yeah yeah send that i see that scotty pippen joint right here yes man so okay. like currency started off that track with showing no signs of letting up still mm-hmm. kicking in the head like i think you're on the verge of getting up <laughs> 
that's how man listen <laughs> how like how could that not be your attitude toward everything in life just every right. day every time you get up you just start and you recite like you do your, your yoga poses i do my kung fu forms mm-hmm. and then my mantra is this recitation showing no signs of letting up Still kicking the head like I think you on the verge of getting up. That's how you need yep. to attack life, dude. That's right. Kick that bitch in the head like you think she on the verge of getting up. This is a metaphorical bitch, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah. life, damn it. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. Right. I'll smack you out your shoes, man. <laughs> but um, oh, man. but it went back to that. So he exclusively produced that. And now currency is just in there. So the Carlton Heist completely and exclusively. In fact, he might have worked with him the most now. Yeah. Quiet is kept. Yeah. Because like Currency is clearly one of his favorite people in the world, mm-hmm. and of course he's everyone's favorite person in the world who knows him personally. Right. And musically, because one he's so gifted and talented. One, two, so creative. Two, so industrial, so entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Everyone can get behind a man like that. And plus, right. and plus, he'd be on some G shit and some old school shit. He's way ahead of his time as far as his his maturity. And he was like that when he was young. Mm-hmm. He's another one of those cats. So you got Alchemist and Old Soul, and then you got Currency and Old Soul. You know what I'm saying? All coming together to form this Voltron, this Megazord mm-hmm. of dopeness. And Very that's right. what you get. And now his new his new project is Freddie Gibbs. Alchemists, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So you got, and now Harry Fraud, Harry Fraud is moving to that same kind of zone, that lane where it's just la music, la musica de Harry Fraud. Yeah, that's it. Every cut, la musica de Harry Fraud, just all the way through, just laced. Yeah, he, he, those two. I mean, I, I don't. You can't Kenny, compare them. Kenny Beats now, as well. So Kenny and Key. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Kenny! You know every. Every key song, yeah. And now, like you really know, a Kenny beat. Well, it says "Whoa, Kenny" in the very fucking beginning, but <laughs> <laughs> that was actually he explained that in one of the episodes of uh, "The Cave," the "Whoa, Kenny." He said, mm-hmm. "Man, I think that shit came from uh when Key, like they're basically best friends. You can tell, uh, right. Key when Key was like really getting up and going, and then Kenny was up and going." trying to like they were upstarts uh he was in the booth clowning around and then he said whoa kenny mm-hmm. he was trolling that. yeah he was trolling kenny <laughs> kenny was trying to get some shit done he said whoa kenny uh-huh he was trolling him he's like man motherfucker key was trolling me and so that's how i got my fucking tag yeah to save the shit you know and so when he was in the booth in another episode of the cave making some new shit just to prove that that was the truth, he just had Key go, whoa, Kenny. And it was just identical. Yeah, I was like, holy man. shit, it was him, yeah. That's and dope. if you ain't heard of the 777 album, mm-hmm. I'll be sending it your way. Shoot it over. Because, man, now this is some, yeah, it's, now, Kenny Beats is like a master of the bounce. Mm-hmm. He's like a master of the bounce. Yeah, that match with Prima, that was dope. I with oh my gosh, man. And I sent you the most recent album. Konkin uh, was his first one. That was the uh, the freshman and the sophomore album. Okay. Was, uh, I got, I got, I was uh, Brandon Banks, I want to say. 
And I think did you send me that one? I I know I have it. I did, and you may or may not have heard it because I'd be sending you 19 albums at once, and you're like, I'm stressed out over this, man. Oh yeah, I'd be too. Uh, I don't know yeah, where to Brandon start. Banks. I, I got Brandon Banks. Okay. I got Brandon Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, you need to crack yeah, this open. Because when I get a bunch of right now, man, I've, I've been on everything in Zelda. I mean, yeah, I know, right? Benny the Butcher, man. I, dude, it's so like with that dude. It's like that whole crew, man. They're they're you know they're they're blown, they're out of Buffalo for one. Like who's out of Buffalo? Man, and two. It's like these dudes. Conway and West like, Gun. That hardcore, like, and it's blowing up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, not, they're, they're not overnight success by any means, but. It's just refreshing to hear like that old, you know, that old hardcore sound, and it's not necessarily boom bap beats. You know, it's it's just no. they're having fun with sound. Finally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're actually everything, just everything doesn't sound like Primo did it. Yeah, it's just it's it's grimy. It's, it's you know it's Buffalo. I mean, dude, they're, they're, they're my favorite group right now. Like that that whole uh, beat was like a black the Black Soprano family. Um, Griselda and all them, Benny, Benny the Butcher, man, he's he's my guy. It's I like been for a while though. So and they were like for a minute, it was like, man, where's where's New York at? Where's New York? And then it was like, Action Bronson, we got a guy from New York now. We got a guy from New York, and it's like mm-hmm. everybody else was like, nigga, what about us? Uh, yeah. The underachievers were like, man, we've been here, and it's like, who in the hell are you? And it's like, man, we we didn't know. <laughs> Use use your Snapchats and social medias. I don't know, <laughs> but so I remember hearing about them, dude. Like especially about, about Conway and Westside Gun, back when Combat Jack was doing his pod. Well, rest in peace. Rest in power. When he, yeah, when he was he he had um he was talking about them like heavy. I was like, who the hell are these dudes? And I I found found about Westside Gun and all the multiple gunshots. Yo, <laughs> man, <laughs> he need. <laughs> Juan, he need to do something about that. Throughout the song. I'm like, you already got a high pitch, pipsqueak ass voice, dog. Stop the them little midget cricket gunshots. This is funny. Sound like a damn, you know what I'm saying? Like a damn sea lion or something. It's, it's but yeah, they got they got a sound though, man. I they like do. I like I like I respect what they're doing over there. And man, and then you got Mayhem Lauren, and then you got come on, you know, he on that Godfather type shit. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. Golden Cartiers and the uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, he on that action jump, uh, action bronzing kind of shit when nothing but shorts, but fancy shit up top. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you throw big body bears up in there, yo. Mess. And then you throw, yo, big body bears is such a character that he be on rap songs talking, just talking shit. Oh, he, he don't even yeah. rap; he just rhyme. He just rhyme his shit talks. Yep. He he just rhymes his statements. Basically. You know what I'm saying? I'm outside with fifty Dominicans with no flip flops <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. He's like, so hey. You know what I'm talking about, man? Punch <laughs> you in your face on picture day. <laughs> when he said, yeah, you know what it is. You already know what time it is, B. I'll punch you in your face on picture day. I'm like, that's some New York shit, dog. 
to threaten you like that. Like that's Ghostface Killer. Actually, like some shit yeah. like that. I'll yeah. punch you in your face on picture day. I immediately related to that. Not that I've been punched yeah. in my face on picture day, but I can see how devastating that might be on picture day. On picture day. If I was in the fourth grade, like, you know, and I am a basketball, I am a Denver Nuggets English jersey <laughs> on. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With the rainbows and shit. Yeah. Which would be something different today. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but you know, if I had my fly ass jersey on, bro, and my <laughs> in this fucking life touch photo <laughs> like this. Uh-huh. Uh with a black eye though. Cause some motherfucker punched me in the face on picture day. Devastating. Yo, that's devastating. That's devastating. I don't know if you ever recover from that, bro. I really yeah. don't. That's diabolical. That's, that's very crazy. sinister. <laughs> but that's big body bears. Like you look forward to seeing what kind of dynamic shit he's about to talk. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. Like he he needs a shit talk album if he ain't got one already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Yeah. You said I punch you in your face on picture day. <laughs> Oh man. oh man! I know you got some shit to do, bro. You got a whole family downstairs. Like, we hungry? What are we gonna eat, man? <laughs> I know, right? Damn. I know my daughter. My daughter came peeking up and like, yeah. Damn. Oh man, we had a lot to unpack, and that's only that's only episode one of this. Shit. This is part one, man. Yeah, exactly. like, this is just part one, man. Antoine, I really appreciate you, man. I, what are your socials, man? If you want people peering, in, keeping peering into your life. Um, not really. I know you, <laughs> I, I know you don't be on there at all like me. Yeah, I don't, I don't really be on there. Hey, it's quiet out there. Hey, just know that he's a fly ass human being. He's one of the greatest people that I know. And uh like you guys are about to be hearing uh plenty more from him. Like we got plenty of shit to talk consistently. Like this is just what we do anyway, all day. Anyways. You know? So all day. My brother, I just want to thank you for taking the time out to shoot the shit with me on I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean hey. you know what yeah, I'm thanks man I appreciate you too brother thank you already you. know brother and uh send me a text of the things that I was supposed to send to you and I'm going to do it I know that I gotta send you got Brandon Banks I got Brandon yeah yeah but what that. you don't have is um Covert Coop Covert Coop yeah hook me up with that that's gotta happen I got you brother I love you stay safe and too, tell the family that I love them too, man. And I hope everybody stays happy and healthy, man. Will do, man. Tell tell Spencer's crazy. I said, what's up? Hey, I most certainly will. <laughs> <laughs> hope he can get on the phone with his crazy ass. Yo, we're about to get him in the mix. Easy. Okay. All right, nice. brother. All right, brother. Until next time. One. Later. Yeah. That was a beautiful episode, was it not? Hell yeah. So if anyone has any uh, inquiries, questions, ideas, whatever, suggestions. I don't need no suggestions. I don't need your fucking suggestions. How about that? But, uh, you know, if you, you know if you got some shit to say, you can reach me via email at imeanpod.com. That's imeanpod at gmail.com. All right. And uh, I'll see y'all on the next one. How about that? I'm in L.A. But shout out to the world. Everybody in it. 
Hope y'all stay safe, healthy, and COVID fucking free, man. It's a beast. And I'll see y'all on the next one. Monkey D. Trevante on Instagram. I'll at me. Yeah, bitch. <laughs>